Welcome, agents, to strain 63-69J of the Zero Point Report, a broadcast all about the news surrounding the Secret World IP. Today is Thursday, May 12th, 2022, and I am And I am Ocho, one of the hosts for this evening. With me tonight, we have Waffle. Two-ton Waffle. Morning. That's Mr. Waffle was your father no, i don't know mr waffle's my father you can call me two right. times. don't call me mr waffle <laughs> mr waffle's my father and we have jimmy the rabbit oh no it seemed like the thing to say. it seems fine it's fine it's fine it's all good yeah good times good times how are you gentlemen doing this yeah. fine evening it's fine thursday it's Pretty fine good. it's fine it's fine it's friday Frank eve okay Wait, you said how, sorry. <laughs> Not what. Never mind, never mind. Cut that, cut that. <laughs> when are you guys doing this Friday? This Thursday evening? Or Wait, something. Did you say Friday? <laughs> I don't know. What is time, really? Construct. It's a construct, mm. yeah. It's all relative. It's an illusion. You take enough, you take enough courses in, because I did major in physics, and you take enough courses of like theoretical physics and no time and time is fucking relative it's all relative outside of our solar system it goes at a completely different rates at <laughs> whatever you look up in the sky and every star that you see that light took millions of years to get to us and so what we see is like the shadow of stars that have been and but mikey what is years but wait, what? But what is he? So you can't even really say it's millions of years. It's millions of years as far as what we know a year is. Yeah, it's years on. It could be light years. Terran, which a light year is distance. Sure, it's not some of those stars section? are dead by the time their light reaches us. Absolutely, if not even not even some, like eighty to ninety percent of them are dead by the time their light reaches us. Yeah, like it's a staggeringly high number. Yeah, but sometimes there's some people out there that does the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs. Yeah, true. That's what I said. Parsec. Come on now. Again, wait, it, wait. Isn't the problem with that that parsec is a measure of parsec is a measure of? Well, I still say that could be accurate because you took some wild shortcuts. Yes, yeah. and that's how they. Everyone, that's how it was. Everyone in the... else does the Kessel Run in twenty parsecs, and he did a fucking Dukes of Hazard jump over something. He did. He isn't the that points. the movie Solo? Solo. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I was like, hope. No, not hope. No. Rogue One. There is no hope in that movie. <laughs> no hope. But no, yeah, it's a movie solo. It was like, oh yeah, no, it's he took all kinds of shortcuts around like really dangerous things that would be whatever. So he did it in twelve parsecs, yeah, as a measure of distance, not a measure of time. Which was originally just a flub. It was <laughs> it was Yeah. It was one thousand percent a flub. But welcome, welcome everyone to to whoever is joining us tonight. As we talk about all the things, and we hang out, and we be our crazy-ass selves. Refum, how are you two doing? Most stars die outside of our visible light bubble. And that's why and that's why one of the most fascinating things is, right, the further you look, that's why the absolute furthest you look at any point, all surrounding us in a giant bubble is the fire of creation. In the fire that is still, the light from the, light from the Big Bang is still reaching us. <laughs> But then if you look at that bubble, and the furthest reaching stars that you can see are moving faster away from us, which they will eventually disappear. And then yes. soon our sky will be filled with black nothingness. Yes. Yeah, eventually. Until our sun apart. will completely become devoid of any 
light in the far future. It's yeah, because yeah, next the, Tuesday. Because everything is moving further and further apart that eventually uh, all light will eventually die off. Not terrible. That's a happy thought. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you should watch uh, Kurt Sagat. I am doing not terribly. Good. Good. It always comforts me to know that everything is going to end eventually. <laughs> I would say, but our star will, by that point, our star will turn into a red giant. The red giant will have already encompassed the earth, and it's far, we're fine, fine. Yeah, by the time everyone's going to be wearing like fifteen hundred you know, SPF sunscreen, it'll be that it'll be that Twilight Zone episode. Unless where the quintessence of dark matter is real, and the big crunch takes over. Is that when the Langoliers come out and eat everything? Quintessence of dark matter? They say, they theorize that dark matter is what is actually pushing everything apart because you take the mass of everything in the universe and it shouldn't be pushing itself apart at that high of a rate. That's why dark matter is basically the constant, basically part of the universal constant as to what it keeps pushing it further apart. It's basically right, this gigantic mass that we just don't see. And we have no real way of seeing it and that's why dark matter is but we know it exists we just have no idea what the hell it is which is why it's called dark matter poop but the question is does it drop good loot <laughs> it is the question right <laughs> will it give me that will it give me the vorpal sword no it's poop isn't that <laughs> isn't it in, in, in is that what it is like in futurama the little dude their fuel oh, is like um... dark matter fuel and he poops it. Yeah, he, no, he poops out dark matter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nibbler. Yeah. He literally poops out <laughs> dark poops matter. Out dark matter. His fuel for the ship. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Dark matter is just poop. I really need to watch that show again because I forget like ninety percent of it. There's a. There, they had so many like super intelligent like people mm -hmm. with degrees they weren't doing anything with working on that show. Oh no! Yeah, Futurama is a great show. Yeah. Like because the, it, it, it didn't take itself seriously, but it took itself seriously enough. Whereas, no. The comedy gonna... is funny, but like the in like science and physics and math jokes are crazy. Bomber, I agree that the dog episode, that was hard. Yeah, they've done they've done some, they've done more than a couple actually tug your heartstring ones, but. Oh, I going on a, or want to go on a date with Leela, but with a cave. Yeah. Yeah. Good news, everyone. But, but yeah, there's an episode, the episode where they swap bodies. You can only swap with a person once, but they eventually get everyone back into their own bodies. And it's like a there's like a math formula for like how many beings you would need for you to only swap once, but still be able to get everyone swapped both away and back into their original body when you can only swap with another person one time. Nice. Yeah, that right? was a whole like. So they, equation that they probably had to come up or like they, they yeah they came up did, with it. <laughs> and then they had that number of characters like swap and so if you do the thing for it it actually does logically like work out but it's fucking so dumb who does that <laughs> they probably had a whiteboard like the characters okay red string between leela fry <laughs> to amy to <laughs> yeah so they yeah there was a bunch there but i thought that was super cool like the it was like the minimum what was the minimum number you need for everyone to swap and be able to swap back with only swapping them once. Okay. Yeah, no, that's something you figure out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of at least, I don't know how much calculus you get in there, but it's but something. Yeah, it's, you can do it's it. crazy. They did, they did some shit. Plus, it's, I know there's different camps. I'm on the fan side. 
but it's a similar thing with the big bang theory where they would and a lot of times in the background they'd put someone's work this shit that's in the background like just equations on a back on a blackboard the same thing in Big Green Theory and Futurama, where there'd just be like hidden gems for physicists. If yeah, it's no three x plus one, no. But they yeah, know. they put yeah. stuff up there. Yeah, I've recognized not as high as others, but I've recognized like one or two things. Like oh, that's the like that's the like a popular equations in thermodynamics or something like that. Like, I could point out a couple of things, but um, I just go, ooh, that looks like a formula. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a formula. The, that's the extent of my uh, my thing there. Well, that looks like some big math equa equation stuff going on there. But I don't know. I don't know. The Big Bang Theory was never a favorite of mine, only because they would throw that sort of stuff in, but then the jokes themselves would be like, it would, I don't know. It's. <laughs> so I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I love that show. Oh, yeah? And there's two, there literally is like, it's very divided. Mm -hmm. You're either seemingly, you either really the show or you fucking shit on that show. Hardcore. But it's got a special place because when we had our first child and we got home and we basically spent the next week in bed, like nonstop, mm. like you're basically just getting up to get stuff either for the mom or the baby. Yeah, but yeah. like y'all are basically living <clears throat> in that room because <laughs> the baby's like awake and asleep all the time. So you're just mm. constantly like passing out when you can for 20 minutes. And then barely ever leaving the room. And I think TBS at the time, it was just had it on like syndication, just like all day, it'd just be on. So it was this, it was the unifying thing. We would just like try to exist. <laughs> Big Bang Theory was on. It was light. It was very light and, mm -hmm. and funny. And you could just pass out. Right. To it, it was, yeah. Not heavy. Up to it. Yeah. And it literally was, is like, part of that probably even first like month solid of having the first child like it's part of that history so it's got a special place okay and also i really don't have i don't know some people have like weirdly significant problems i think in my opinion it's getting too hung up on perceived slights versus intended anything because mm -hmm. i don't think there's any intended slights but a lot of times people will decide to take something personal or be offended. Oh, they're yeah. really crapping on engineers versus physicists versus just like man. nerd culture or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. And it's you're taking shit way too personally. Way too personal, yeah. Refram said I don't like the show by except it was luckily fun to work on. I can see that. Arm said like some aspect of it, but long term like it was mocking people a lot. It made autism but junk a lot too. I don't think so. See, I would disagree with that. I don't think it mocked people a lot, and nor was autism the butt of the joke. They dealt very seriously with the fact, like, it's eventually you find out that, like, Sheldon has, like, a storage warehouse of everything he's ever had. He's definitely on the spectrum, and on top of that is, like, a hoarder, but to a very specific catalog level. But he doesn't want to reveal it, so he's literally got a storage warehouse with the toothbrushes from when he was three or some shit, like just all in a Ziploc bag. Like it's the most organized hoarding you've ever seen depicted, but it makes sense for his character. It makes sense both, for his character, yeah. To both be that, but also be that crazy about organizing it and him working, trying to work through and live with some of that. So yeah, I, I think- I agree. I don't think it was necessarily mocking people as it was just showing- It was using it as a foundation it of- of a character. So, 
of yeah. some of the characters. And sometimes there could be jokes. And I would certainly agree that if you don't know the rest of the show, you see it cold, you might interpret it that way. But should you watch like the goddamn billion seasons that exist, you would realize <laughs> that they're more serious about it and there's growth in arcs. And mm -hmm. just because there's a joke at some point doesn't mean that's how they are. But there's also you got the cuts where they do this with friends where they take out the laugh track and it's just so awkward. And it's oh, tell a joke. Pause. Silence. <laughs> Punchline. Pause. Yeah, because it's like, like, actually working yeah. on the show. It ends up being very weird because right, you have to wait for the audience laughter part. I'm not, I would have sworn, and I could be wrong with this, but I would have sworn they actually did have an audience. But it was one of those things where it's like they do both. Like they'll, yeah. like they, they would, you like they have a live audience, but also on, on the taping, they would sometimes they might punch up. They mic the audience as well for like laugh, for the laugh track. And of course, you have all the boom mics for everyone. Those boom mics are only picking up like Sheldon or some, whoever else is the character in that particular scene. So they can isolate the tracks depending on what they want. Sure. And like I said, I don't think that. I don't think they ever said they didn't, but it was more like it, there is laughter, but they, I think at some point admitted it's very common to punch up a laugh track. So if oh, yeah. you think this spot it, for television needs it to be higher or whatever, you punch it up. But that's not to say there wasn't a laugh at the time. But I don't know, I've never cared about that. There's plenty of other shows that do that. Like, like yeah, any kind of, yeah, every comedy has a laugh track. Yeah. Common, yeah. And, it, and also, if it works... Right? If it works, then it works. It's just, it's part of the medium. And if it doesn't work on you, then you're not going to appreciate it. But I think for a lot of people, the jokes would be funny anyways. But you, it's also, it's like watching a movie versus watching a movie in a theater with a bunch of rowdy people. Especially if you're with those people. You might laugh more if you're with a group of people laughing. But if you're sitting at home watching it on by yourself, you might just go, mm. <laughs> You might just exhale through the nose. You know what I mean? Because you're uh, not trouble. in that. You're not in that environment of expressing. Well, right? yeah, because it can also affect scary movies or action films. Because sure. I remember watching when Jurassic Park first came out. The T-Rex all of a sudden comes out. And I remember there's maybe one or two rows behind me. There's this guy. He's home. <laughs> like, for the whole couple minutes. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> or the same thing if you're watching a scary movie in the theater with a bunch of people and someone shrieks everyone's because you're like yeah. heightened right if you're watching it at home by yourself you're less likely to react as viscerally i think it's fairly normal that a laugh track is going to get you to laugh at something you already find funny i don't believe it'll make you laugh at something that you don't inherently think is at least a little bit funny does that make sense True, yeah. Like, I don't think if there's a laugh track at a part that you find not zero funny, you're not going to laugh at it. because You're not going to laugh at it anyway. But you will laugh at it more if you do think it's funny and you hear laughter. It's, yeah. it, it, it helps bring it out. It's, it, it's, like, it's a sympathetic reaction, yeah. Yeah, it's like being at a comedy show versus watching a comedy set on TV. Like, by yourself. You might find it funny, but you're not necessarily, like, laughing out loud and flapping your thigh. If you're at the show... And you're in with everyone else, and it's a joke, and it's funny. You like you laugh out loud. People, which is that. why they have yeah opening acts that they don't show, to right? Get, to help to get, get people like yeah, warms warm up, up the audience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You want people up so they're ready to laugh, so they're in mm -hmm. that they're in that 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 frame.
bomber in some parts just made me feel uncomfortable. That's fair. It's not I mean, yeah. I, I'm not discounting anyone anyone else's experience. I'm just saying for me, I like seeing literally the show from beginning to end probably like 50 times. I cannot explain to you through <laughs> two small children how much Big Bang Theory was fucking permanently on the TV and like there as like this warm envelope <laughs> that it just has a different sensibility even if i see an episode now it's just like a warm fuzzy blanket doesn't matter what's going on in the episode just the fact that it's there but that it is yeah that's the way with art yeah true people will always take their different points from it and go to the girls best perpetual rerun material so i okay i actually like golden girls but i don't know that i agree with that statement I think I, if I was going to choose a show. I would say The uh, Office is what got us through the pandemic, the lockdowns. the And, and not just us, but apparently a good chunk of the populace. Because The Office went fucking, boom, like, through the roof. I'm trying to think what show that would be for me. No, I know exactly what that would be for me. That'd be basically Star Trek. It'd be. <laughs> I, I saw that coming. <laughs> Any Star Trek. My wife would be Gilmore Girls. Huge fan of Gilmore Girls. You don't like the later seasons of The Office? I would say, like, for me, at, at this point, having literally watched The Office... Okay, as much as Big Bang Theory was on when I when we had the children, I don't think The Office was off our TV from 2020 through today. Like, it's still basically on <clears> our <throat> TV all <clears throat> day. Like, it's just there as, like, a security blanket. <laughs> I don't oh, think man, our TV stopped showing The Office since march 2020 so i'm not even joking like i now enjoy different segments of the office seasons for different reasons i don't even i know it's perfectly fair to be you're like, like michael scott you're like left. they're all good they're all good at this point it's just differing levels of good really <laughs> yeah like, like my, my wife doesn't like watching yeah. the first ones anymore because which admittedly they were like super cringe when they first started before they fixed uh, michael scott like originally he was a they were too close to the uk uh, okay. version at yeah. first and he was way too much of a piece of shit to find likable and those ones are rough to watch to rewatch sometimes and then yeah the later ones like <clears throat> moscow leaves and then you have like different people but over time and just over it being on enough like i just enjoy it again as like a security blanket like it doesn't matter which one's on it's the office there's gonna be the theme song there's gonna well, see, be like, like i said for, for one uh I, I feel like it's my generation's cheers See, that's, yeah, that's that what I was going to say, good. is that even though I said Star Trek, I do like a good a Star Trek episode, but they are like, they're sometimes they're long, they're involved, you got to watch them, you have to like really pay attention to them. So they're not exactly of that same caliber. And yeah, actually yeah. the show I might pick as being like a show I could just have on in the background and actually really turn off and kind of enjoy. The last show that I think of that I really did that with was Cheers. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, that the whole point of Cheers, like where everyone knows your name. Just, I think The Office. I think The Office is very much another generation's Cheers. In fact, mm -hmm. since the pandemic, another generation. And, and even more, yeah, and even another. They didn't even know about Cheers. Like I remember, if re you're reading or hearing like in an interview, like the actress that plays Pam in The Office, had people come up to her. Like, oh man, you look like an older version of Pam. <laughs> you look like that one person on the Pam like, from the like office. You could you could be Pam. Like, is I that, am. Is that, the, Pam. is that like the Tony Hawk issue? 
<laughs> yeah. Yes. But yeah, because these very young teenagers and whatnot are seeing the office in the lockdown for the first time and don't realize mm -hmm. how old the office really is. Like, casted a small tour to meet people to improve their characters. That's also where they got a bunch of movie reference stuff to fill out de desks and stuff. Oh, that's cool. I actually did see some of them prior to the pandemic. There was a like a Pittsburgh like Comic Con kind of thing, and being being Pennsylvania office is pretty big. Oh yeah, out here. Oh yeah. A bunch of there was a bunch of them that were there. There was like a panel, like an office panel. It was SteelCon, which was pretty great. My favorite thing about SteelCon is it's the only Comic Con I've been to that served you alcohol like 10 a.m. and soft pretzels, to which I say, fuck yes, <laughs> every time, please. And oh, yeah. on top of that, scattered throughout like the... Soft pretzels are a, a marvel. So I had a cranberry and vodka and a soft pretzel, and it was 10 a.m. I'm browsing like toys and comics, and, like this is freaking great. <laughs> And then scattered throughout all like the collectibles and comics and booths are whiskey tasting booths. Nice. <laughs> Just randomly. And I was like, yes. This, like, I mean, this, it's a much, this convention is awesome. Way smaller. I've been to San Diego Comic Con. Way smaller. But booze and soft pretzels alone, like 10 times better experience. <laughs> like, just, yes, I will, I will. Try this whiskey and then chase it with my cranberry and vodka and have a soft pretzel and continue meandering along the aisles. It was fucking great. Oh, the my Finger Lakes guy. Jim Carrey with the Finger Lakes shit was fucking hilarious. And that doesn't happen, by the way, Vomer, without Michael Scott leaving. There are some bonuses to him on the outs, as you do get some right, things right, yeah. like that. Or Little Pharaoh is boss for a couple of episodes. Some new things uh, that came in. Yeah, like that they did they there was some good stuff that happened even after he left. <laughs> so like the finger lakes guy. I love it the way he says it. His delivery, like he's only he's not in that very long. He's not in that very long, but holy shit. People disappear in the thing. I feel like that could almost dovetail into a Fargo thing right there. Just you just need like Jim Carrey in Fargo season four or some shit. Like and it splinters right off. It's the same character just like literally disappearing in the finger lakes or making someone disappear in the finger lakes. It'd be great. My cat's being insane right now. What are you doing? She must hear me just talking and she's like, you're talking. I'm going to bother you. My dog only does that when I'm drinking something for some reason. He decides that is not okay. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, my cat, like, before yeah. we started the show, doing? she wanted, she was sitting in her chair behind me. As soon as it gets started, she jumps down, meows. I want to go out now. You're here all day. We're talking during work. And now you want to leave when I just get started? <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, if you're paying attention to my video, she's just... Yeah, again, my... I've not fixed it. I'm not even sure how I'm going to fix it. Yeah, really. Car seat cover. Just, yeah, right, something. <laughs> She's destroyed the top of, and she you'll just periodically see her just jump up on top. For a couple minutes there, she was on. She was up on this, and she loves this because there's a little hole, like right there in the center here. There's a little hole right there, and she just will 
chase her tail through that hole. So she'll just climb up on top. <laughs> yeah, so you just need duct tape. Look, if duct tape can stop a bear, it can stop a cat. I don't, I don't actually mind her doing it. It's just the fact that she just destroyed the top of it with her claws. That's all. So if I send Jim Carrey a really good script and use the local settings, he might come back for the Fingerlings guy suspicious shenanigans. I don't know. Didn't he say he was, like, done? I'm pretty sure that's a fairly recent thing where he was just like, I'm done. Just Jim Carrey in general? I think so. He was just Yeah, like, possibly. I think after the... He did, like, a reaction to the whole Chris Rock, Will Smith incident. And then he was like, I'm done. I've done enough. My two small things I think he's done with movies. Yeah. Except when he gets a really good script. Yeah, of course. Like He might do Sonic 3. I can see that if he enjoyed doing 1 and 2. He's definitely at a space where he could just do what he wants or not. But for that one too, it's yeah. Oh no, in Sonic he's been, he's more live action. So yeah, doing voiceover stuff. No, no, in Sonic, yeah, he's live action. He, but he's live he, action he's, in Sonic, yeah. He is like that caricature villain though, completely. Yeah, yeah, like I was say, he was prime character. He was definitely <laughs> yeah. like, like he was a cartoon character just in live mm. action, which is, which I think genuinely is what he's always liked to do anyway, so mm. it makes sense. I think at a point, he's at a point in his life where he's, I can do whatever I want. I can take whatever scripts if I really want to go do it or not. I'm comfortable yeah. in my uh, mansions and... Oh, yeah, know. like Tom Hanks and whatnot. He's like... Yeah. They can pick and choose. Yeah. They're not hurting for any work, basically. He's happy, happy painting. painting. <laughs> yeah. So we do have some news. If anyone wants what? to hear about news. That can't, that can't be true. I know. That's not why anyone tunes in. Wait, we need a Futurama. I have news. Terrible. Farnsworth. Be like, be like, make a note of that. Get that, get that, get that stinger. Good, Good news, news everyone. everyone. We got yeah. Secret World Legends 2 coming up. Heard it here first. <laughs> Secret World Legends 2. <laughs> you know what? At this point, I wouldn't even be surprised if they were Dude, like... Dude, I would be hyped as fuck. Are you kidding yeah. me? Battle Royale. <laughs> It'd be like, we're, instead of making it a, an MMO, we're gonna we're basically make it a, I don't know, single player open world game. Be like, yes! Dude, I don't give a shit what they do. If it's anything with the IP, I'll anything do with the IP. A mobile game? Yeah, I do a mobile game for Secret World. That'd be and, and if, if collecting it's got characters, writing, making them battle. Like if, like oh. if, if Scrib is there, if Scrib wants to write for the Secret World version of Raid Shadow Legends, I'm fucking there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, Secret World gotcha game. I don't give I'm a down. fuck. <laughs> Why not? You should probably send that to him and be like, if you guys made a Secret World Legends version of Brave Shadow Legends, I totally do. Not for nothing. Our our upgrade system in Secret World right now is similar to a gotcha systems anyway, with mostly the upgrading and upgrading. Mm -hmm. Dating sim? Yeah, why not? Oh, uh, what was that? No, we're nowhere near. Uh, Dream Daddy's uh, Secret World. <laughs> I saw some video on Genshin Impact and I was like, holy fuck, we are nowhere near that kind of stupid shit. Holy goddamn. No, nowhere near. Yeah, Genshin's we're not, level we're, up. We are nowhere near any kind of fucking Korean but, shit at all. But that's, a, that's the thing with, with Genshin, is I tried playing it and it's... And he's like, like RNG for the character you get in the first place, or yeah. characters. No, I, I think we basically get a couple of, but it is like completely RNG after that. No, I um, know, but the, the ones you want are the are not the ones you start. Are with. The, right? They're not the ones you start <laughs> off with, and they're not the ones you get. The ones you um, want are like fucking crazy RNG. Yeah, Thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, for a no, they're nine ninety nine for, a, for chance. a chance. Yeah. For a to get a thousand pulls, zero 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 two percent chance at the one you want, and you get male characters and then drown them or something because they're shit. But uh, I tried it out, and it's the there is basically right a, a PC version. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but not, not even a version. 
when you play it on PC, it's basically like playing a full screen cell phone app is basically what it is. I don't know. It's hard to describe. Like the way that the menus work or the way that... Yes, we do. Yeah, the, the way that the menus work or the way that basically everything works in the game, it feels like a cell phone game. And that's because it is a cell phone game. You can download <laughs> it on your cell phone and play it. Like, it is primarily first made for a cell phone and just ported over to PC. What you're saying is that they should make Raid Shadow Legends for PC? <laughs> yes, that is what I'm saying, yeah. Okay, I'm saying that most games on most games on a, a cell phone can actually work on, uh, but I, I think was it Windows 11? Yeah, you can Windows do, 11 uh, has a Android yeah. apps. Yeah, Windows 11 you could do Android apps just fine. I didn't mean to kill you. I'm a tank. It didn't do shit to me. But I'm a glass cannon. A, I realize it's an AOE. I was. Saying, I think I've got my mine is still set up. I just set up the way that I'm allocated in 15% survivability. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm not sure how you died. It is doing damage. It's just not. It a is just because he's not getting an opportunity to heal. That's why. I guess not. No. Maybe that's why I'm still perpetually healing in the background. Yeah, his, 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 I noticed his health bar wasn't turning, like going back up. My health is an RNG. We're like, what are Gaki showing up for? Because they do. Yeah, so we have some news. First news on the piece of list. Something that they just announced, what was it, like 12 hours ago? Today, I think. Today, yeah. Funcom has listed 69 job openings in five different countries. 69! 69! Why not? We're a real professional show here, folks. Strap in. (laughs) I was going to make that joke. Uh, I was going to make that joke, and I realized someone had already made the joke. Because of course they have. on 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 their official Twitter statement. I was like, of course someone already pointed out. And then it was replied to with nice, because you have to. But not only that, and I didn't necessarily catch this, Jimmy caught this, is that they simultaneously dropped artwork, and this are, these are supposed to be basically the first real glimpses that we have for the upcoming Dune open world sandbox game. Yeah, so on, on the jobs page, there's some art there. But what was caught my attention was Joe Bylos tweeted or retweeted mm-hmm. the Funcom join us on Dune tweet with probably the first thing we've ever shown of the game. Strings of sand clouds lay across the sunset like slatted shutters. And I was like, wait a minute. First thing we've ever shown of the game. And I was like, hold so, on a second. So you're saying the pictures on this page saying join us on Dune are actually representative of the game itself. Yeah. These like are basically some be- of the first shots. Whether it be concept art or whether it be in-game renders is maybe somewhat up to this, your view on it. But mm-hmm. regardless, definitely the first visual of any kind I believe we've gotten for the new game. Which, uh, of course, we could also speculate on because uh, there's a lot of good stuff going on with this. Yeah, so this is the first image that they have as the header. And I believe this one is concept art. And then This one, however, looks this a little more- looks a little more like an in-game render. And this person should actually get in cover with that stand- sandstorm coming in. That's <laughs> a good idea. Depends on how much health you lose like in a sandstorm. Little, that little hatchet thing, he's just going to hack his way at the sandstorm. <laughs> there are sandstorms in Conan Exile. He's going to craft a lathe. You can survive them. It's okay. Craft <laughs> a lathe. Fuck off. Gotta carry your lathe with you, yeah. And there's actually a third picture, too, that I, at first I didn't, I hadn't really discovered. But it was the background. Sort of the background. But actually, the closer you look at this, kind of relatively looks like a render as well. 
Yeah, that can go either way on that one. It could yeah. be a render. It could be con more concept art. You can't have rendered concept art, so that's not entirely... Right. The first one I noticed, and if you bring up the first one again... See, it's that rock. It's that big rock, right? I'm pointing it with my mouse. The first... <laughs> it's not work. People can't see my mouse. The rock that's almost directly under the dude. That one right there. It looks... Under. That looks like a render. Yeah, I didn't know what you mean. It doesn't look like painted. It looks yeah. like... Enhance. Yeah, Zoom and enhance. Yeah, it looks more. See, I've seen what people can do in like Unreal in the new Unreal Engine, just in like tech demos. Mm -hmm. The base out of the box. Here's the engine you license. Go play with it, and you can do some crazy shit. You can pretty easily just set up scenes. It seems like at least in the engine. You could be right about this one. Like you said, it looks a little more brushstrokey. This one looks a little ones... more. This one looks a little oh. more like it's concept art. But yeah, because you can tell like the brushstrokes and. Especially in the clouds. If you go up to the clouds, you can see the brush strokes really well. See, I, I figured the clouds just might be a skybox, in which case that very well could be art. You know what I mean? But, but then the brush strokes extend past that anyway. But again, it could be a filter. It could be a brush stroke filter. A brush stroke filter, even. I yeah, I mean, it's likely it's concept art, but I do yeah. think the guy standing there for sure looks like a test render in an engine. That looks like, like an I engine said, render, yeah. Yeah. But if you go back to the guy standing there tab, the waffle, I think it was like the second one you opened. Oh. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That one looks more like a test render. There's some clouds out there. We've got our. But his lighting looks very computer generated. Yeah. If you go down, like his shadow, the way his like goes off. Yeah. I don't know. It looks like an in game. In Unreal Engine render. It looks very, yeah, Unreal Engine and, what well, now I'm going to forget the word again. Ray tracing. It looks very ray traced. Yeah, yeah. But it, I think it does give you, if you... But it'd be fools not to basically release game with heavy ray tracing. Oh, yeah. They'd be fools not to. Could be photogrammetry for the rock texture. All that makes me think of Refem is Grammaton Clerics and Gun Fu. So now my brain's... <laughs> In a completely different direction. Photography and geometry, photogrammetry. But that is hey, like like a while ago they showed a while ago they showed like a ray tracing demo and it was like like a an adventure going into a cave or something like that. And it the rock facing looked very similar to that. Like it looked very photorealistic. Yeah. But regardless, like I was saying before the show, regardless of whether it's actual in-game. Or just even concept art. They're both basically the first guess. Or they're the first guess. They're basically the first. They're still the first of... visual depiction of what they want the game to be like. Mm. And even if you take it at that, this is way more visual information. Well, than the zero we had before. This, this is, is really anything cool. to go off of. If this is anything to go off of. We could take a look at like this picture here, which shows a dude on foot. Gives you scale. This is going to be your character. So like, like you know, a tool. You have a tool of some kind. And yeah. behind the, the using that third person over the shoulder, whatever, whatever. Sure. But then the first one, which is a concept art, to be fair, but it's showing a character getting into a ship, and then in the distance it shows a what are they called? That's an awesome landscape, really. Ornithopter. Yeah. That's what this yeah, is yeah. as well. And it's showing, yeah, it, it's showing that. So it's also basically saying that this game will possibly have both aspects of both on ground. And it does lie. Now they may not do it. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. dropped her mounts. It basically shows that it <laughs> well, maybe I even mean, from, from the jump, or maybe who knows. 
but that basically it says that you will have basically vehicles. Yeah. It's not like that's unheard of in games these days, for sure. Like, vehicles are a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, vehicles, even flying vehicles and and on ground to have that simultaneous both vehicle and ground systems. So, more, yeah, more than just mounts necessarily, but... Yeah, what, Halo's had that for fucking ever. That mm-hmm. was, like, one of their big things was the... GTA. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, when I, I remember when Halo was Bungie, and even before that, when it was, like, a crack... <laughs> or remember crack... <laughs> Does anyone remember crack.com, like, at all? Yeah. That was, like, I think before Bungie bought it from them and then mm-hmm. microsoft took it over bungie i remember the test of the like the halo vehicle where someone can mm-hmm. drive and someone get in the back and shoot the gun yeah the i remember like the test 3d footage of that from bef- like what from crack.com like before bungie like back in the 90s you know what i'm saying so the idea of a vehicle that you can pilot and someone else can be in is not it's not a new concept right it's not new it's way easier to do nowadays for mm. sure at that time it was fucking like groundbreaking it was like holy shit you but know? the thing is that we don't necessarily we don't necessarily see this a lot in more mmo or Chupa multiplayer team? style games you will have mounts you can have mounts and even yeah. flying mounts in, in a lot of games but like they are especially if you're going to be doing something more than just i don't know just going from point a to point b in them you do remember years ago back in the secret world they said mounts are not possible we can't do it mounts are not a thing we can't fast forward just what two years or maybe three years hey Here's a mount. It's a horse or whatever. I forget which one was. The first one. Yeah, like, it doesn't good. actually make you go any faster. Yeah. But you look oh, the cool going from point A to point B. Yeah. Wasn't the was no, the, wait, I wasn't think it was the a motorcycle? Horse. The motorcycle. No, the first one was the chopper, right? It was the chopper. First one was the chopper. Yeah, horses it came was? later. Okay. Yeah. And I think the next one was the hoverboard. Maybe. The stealth board was one of the one of the one of the first mounts for sure. I remember seeing the animation for it. But I think the chopper, the Franken chopper, was the very first mount. I'm pretty sure. Brent yeah, the piece of the, the road. Piece of the road DLC. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that was the very first okay. one. I think. I think you're right because it also basically the DLC let everyone have one essentially. And then I want to say the hoverboard might have been the stealth board might have been like the second one. I think horses came later. I'm not horses. Positive. Yeah, horses did come a little later. But I, then it I opened still, up to sprints. It, know, in my animation. head, I still remember like that and the, that gift that like Tilty tweeted out of the hoverboard kickflip next to Danny's skate park, where he just does like the kickflip and like mm-hmm. lands. And I was, what the fuck? Yeah, everybody on Twitter was just like, "What? Bro, do we get that?" And um, their whole thing was their whole thing ended up being that's why they, initially they were like, "Oh, we don't want to use mounts because usually you get on a mount, you just move faster." When you're on the mount and mounts in this game are more like no mounts are cosmetic man you can you don't have to use one yeah. at all you can just it's all based on well, your I sprint think, speed i think tilty wanted to do i don't know I, here's the thing i don't think it was a technical limitation i believe i want to say more information came out i think it was that bylos did not want to do them either bylos i could be wrong i don't want to throw them under the bus unnecessarily bylos or someone else higher up than tilty basically not, shot it down did not want to do mounts. They're like, ah, oh, my immersion kind of thing. 
and uh, mask everywhere <laughs> the bikinis yeah yeah but legitimately my, they were my immersion I, <laughs> I want to say it was crazy as well, outfit like i recall it being something from bios but i'm not positive at some point um, they basically were like no we jumped the shark a long time ago we can do it now it's okay well, i think once tilty got in charge he was like i always want to do this we're gonna do this. They just had to resize characters. Make it That's true. It does. It does resize your character when you get mm -hmm. on a, on sprint mount. It resizes your character. I not only can you visually see this, but it's the only thing that lets you get around when Andy leaves you giant size for a weekend. You put on a sprint mount and it goes. Whoop. You sure? <laughs> you should get that regular size. It is the craziest thing to like. One of the times you left me super huge, fucking like taller than like buildings in Tokyo. It's crazy to be like. The fucking size of a skyscraper, and then you put on the oh, what's it? What's the little guy on two wheels? Bicycle, motorcycle, Seg Segway. Oh, oh okay. okay. I was like, the no, two wheels. Yeah. So you're like <laughs> scooter. No, so the Segway. <laughs> so it's really funny to be like literally the size of a skyscraper, and then you put on the Segway and you go whoop, and you're like exactly right. the size to ride the yeah, so the that's that's basically the secret is, right, when you're on a mount, everyone is the same size. No matter what size you made your character at the beginning of the yeah. game, when you get on a mount, everyone's the same size. Well, that includes bigger, I believe, as well. I think if you made a small character, I think it actually sizes you up. Like, it just makes you the size for the mount. Which, again, useful when someone leaves you super giant size and forgets about you. <laughs> as someone would tend to do. It lets you it lets you get through the game in other ways. Yeah, which is fine. Do what you got to do. Like, for the most part, you're not even really going to notice if you're like, oh, my character's really short. You get on the bike, you mostly see the bike, or you mostly see the, the you see the steed more than you see your character's height. I don't know if that's the same for sprints, though, for the, it might be what it is for mounts. I'm not sure it's the same for sprints. I don't, I, because... I, no, I, I think it's only mount sprints. I don't, yeah. I, any, anything that spawns an extra object. Because they are different, because you can't use them in rooms, mm -hmm. in buildings. Or, or instances like a, that's why you can't do it in a dungeon sorry i'm yelling at my cat we've had a, a fox visitor we have a fox den right outside of our house somewhere and so we keep getting baby foxes coming up and checking out and sitting on our deck i just got deer and rabbits <laughs> now we won't have deer and rabbits because now we have foxes <laughs> literally at the same time we got deer and rabbits that like looked out the window and there's five deer and they're like next to this bush, and out of the bush, like a little cotton rabbit just goes. Doo -doo 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 -doo. I'm like, You're like, what is a Cinderella? <laughs> You're a Disney princess. Get a couple of birds down here. Oh yeah, we have birds too. No, I post I posted pictures on on Twitter of this when this when a little one came up. This little no, like a little tiny couldn't have been had to be less than a foot long, like eight nine inches. Five dollars. This little kit, this little fox cub. <laughs> And it brought up a it brought up a squirrel and it was just like just sitting there on the porch like just chomping down on the squirrel. I like the I like that waffle got that. Five five dollars. Don't make me close it. You are a terror tonight. That's what she said. That is. <laughs> Don't make me close it. You Don't make me close it. <laughs> Store is closed. I'm close it. Slap. Going up using her claws on my screen door. You leave it be. So yeah, any uh, we've yeah, we've been having foxes and they're freaking adorable. But we know that if you see a fox cub, its parents are gonna be around as well. Probably. Cause they do that. Bomber, you vanished to get ice cream. Okay, Volmer. Nice. Did you nice. bring enough for everybody else though? And the most important question. What ice cream? Yeah, what flavor? Toppings? Wait, toppings? What do you 
If you have to get toppings, you got the wrong ice cream. No, you know, just sprinkles or strawberry. Toppings are also good. I'm saying, that means you didn't get a good ice cream. It's a flavor enhancer. You could have sprinkles. There's your mom joke just hanging in there that I'm going to leave alone. But but I'm pointing it out. Look. You can get toppings. You can get, yeah. No, but I'm saying if you get a good ice cream, it has the toppings in it. So let's say you get, let's just say you get vanilla. He's just eating. Why the fuck did you get vanilla? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That is the problem. That's your problem. That's fair. If you get like a rocky road, you don't need toppings on rocky road. That's vanilla bean. But you get a vanilla. Yeah, you're you're going to need toppings. (laughs) You're a vanilla bean. (laughs) No, you are. You put on some sprinkles or as, as they're also known as jimmies. Get some jimmies on there. That's not what Why I'm would I know. What are you talking about? <laughs> In fact, what? Jimmy is like, why would you put condoms on your ice cream? Because what I learned from Fallout is that Jimmy's are condoms. <clears throat> ah, Jimmy's are a type of sprinkles. They're actually yeah. the ra- rainbow ones. Yeah, you don't are want sprinkles. that kind of sprinkle. Yeah, this is weird. Weird Jersey vernacular. In South Jersey, they're generally all referred to as sprinkles. But the rainbow ones are generally called sprinkles. The just chocolate ones are called Jimmy's. <laughs> Weird vernacular, ice cream vernacular. But it's also right. But that, that changes whether you're in North Jersey as opposed to South Jersey. So North Jersey has a whole bunch of its own uh, its own words for everything. What if I'm in no Jersey? I don't know. Call whatever you want. Because that's the best, best Jersey to be in. I took no one of those. Jersey. No, I took one of those. We could tell where you're from based on your accent type quizzes. And it, or not even accent, it's, you know, what you call things. There are two things that we call here that's like nowhere else. And so it always, whenever I take those quizzes, it always just like pegs me right down to be like, you're from South Jersey. Shut up. Yeah, we know where you're from. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) New York, better Jersey. No. New York is the wannabe Jersey. I think it would depend which New York is is actually a lot bigger than people think it is. Oh, yeah. The entire state. Yeah. Yeah, they have, I think upstate New York is vastly different than what vastly. Oh yeah, no, it's not just all the city. Yeah, because I lived in upstate New York as a young kid, and mm. when I told people I lived in New York, they immediately just think of New York City and nowhere mm-hmm. else. And I was like, that is not my experience. You're like, no, the city all. is just like the southernmost point of New York. Yeah, yeah, I I was in a place where I had a creek in the a creek down the hill in the front yard, a mm. pond I could fish out of in the back. And a mountainside for a backyard so big, it had a hunting cabin at the top that took half a day to reach. Like, my experience growing up in New York was not the city experience. No, and New York oh, actually has a lot of good was, wineries, too. There was a gravel pit across the we, road. We and have a, the Finger Lakes, yeah. And a dairy farm <laughs> up the road. So, in the summer, I would just go across. You, you realize a gravel pit is basically the world's biggest sandbox. And they just leave like, the vehicle's there all year long. You can just go clamber on top of, like, bulldozers and shit. They don't ever move them. Yeah, no one cares. And then, yeah, up the street was a dairy farm, but I actually got to drink milk, like, right out of the mixing vat as it came from the cows. <laughs> like, when I when we went down there and said hi at some point. I didn't go to wineries, but I was, like, seven. Yeah, You were gonna go to, right, the famous New York upstate wineries when you were... <laughs> <laughs> I was seven years old. and just going to wine tastings. I wish. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> my wife and I used to love going to wine tastings because New Jersey actually has quite a few good wineries as well and so they'd have like wine festivals and whatnot and we're like so what are these wines there was one 
where it's like oh. there's someone we went camping once and they were like oh there's a wine festival going on nearby and we're like so what goes on like at these wine festivals you have to like dress code or whatnot they're like no it's all outdoors it's all under tents it's all whatever so everyone is just in like lawn in lawn chairs and whatnot or beach chairs you're gonna, well, <laughs> it's kind of like a <laughs> eyes wide shut kind of thing <laughs> yeah. it's good times and then but no they were like and so what do you do and they're like oh basically you just pay an entrance fee and then you get as many samples of wine as you want and so you just basically drink all day for i don't know 10 bucks excuse me just drinking all day for like 10 bucks? I would do serious damage. Let's go to that. And for about, I would say almost a decade or so, we were like big into going to wine festivals. Like, oh, there's another wine festival. Let's go <laughs> hit it up. So we actually got in the process of just basically having weekends where we just drink ourselves silly. We actually became relative connoisseurs of wine. That was a side uh, effect is we were like, oh, no, yeah, we know our varietals. We're doing pretty well by now. Because we got sloshed. We just drink everything. I remember we went to a concert, and we got a hotel next to the place. And the hotel had a wine tasting in the lobby, and we were going to go get dinner. I was like, we can stop at the wine tasting first. <laughs> and they had, like, reds and whites, and we're down there, and we're, like, having some. And this one lady was drinking, she's like, oh, you can go, like, red to white. I can't do that. And I was like, red to white? <laughs> I can go red to white and red and white. And we were like, yeah, I can go red to white and back to red and... I, I was like, more. I've had four. I'm just altering them on purpose right now. I'm just going like this. <laughs> just to change it up. Like, you're like, everything is like an ounce, like an ounce, maybe two ounces at a time. But the thing is that occasionally you would find like the tent where the people who are serving the wine or have also been drinking the wine. <laughs> and so they're given pours that are like a little bigger than what they should be. They'd be like, here, have some. Yeah, I have a little more. Go on, have a little more. Have a little more than that. And so it's just, if you don't yeah. like the taste of wine, you haven't had enough wine. Because at a certain point, <laughs> you don't mind the taste of wine. <laughs> That's what it is. And we, because going into it, we're like, oh, we're not big wine fans. We find them to be bitter. We find them to be whatever. That just means you just haven't found one that you liked. There's a, there's plenty or just out had there. Enough. Because once you've had, like, or just had enough of it, right? <laughs> once you've had four glasses of that shitty wine, you're like, this fifth glass of shitty wine sounds good you're like this, yeah. is, this box of wine is not bad <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say it's a box wine you go through that first <laughs> yeah but once you get through the first half box of the wine the other half of the box of the wine tastes pretty good but that was actually something that we learned more than anything else from going to all these wine festivals is that oh, the wines when they're like oh only like the most expensive wines are the best no that's bullshit no it's bullshit it's bullshit you can get like a, a ten dollar bottle or a five dollar bottle will taste just as good as the like $75 bottle like it is it's really a, a well part of it's your palate and part of it's just what you like or don't like and also there is a reason that they have food recommendations because if you're like it's often recommended like you're like wine like you pair with food like you're gonna eat you're gonna have it with dinner and yeah because they complement yeah they complement and so that like spicy peppery red wine if you just drink it by itself to get drunk you're yeah this kind of sucks until i'm hammered then it's all if you have it with a steak like it's supposed to be it's really good it complements the other flavors correctly and so, so what it, we found is that if you're basically drinking to get drunk or you're drinking just to drink and you want and you're doing wine you want to stick with something that's actually a little more on the sweeter side you want to stick with the sangrias yeah. or the um unless you just well. don't care 
And then, so you want to go with the sweeter ones because the sweeter ones, they're, you could pair them with food, but they mostly pair with, I don't know, desserts or something. Yeah, and, those dessert ones. And so you want to, you want to go with the sweeter ones because just by themselves, they don't necessarily need to be paired with any food in order to just be good or more like the fruit wines, something like yeah. a, a blueberry wine or a raspberry wine or, and, or just, yeah, just generally nice sangria. And it's just, I don't know. It, yeah. If you don't, if you don't like the taste of wine, there's one out there that you probably will. It's just, yeah. you haven't found it. And how would you find it without going to a wine festival and trying 200 wines? Are you muted, Waffle? Were you I saying was. Something okay. I wasn't, ah. sure that was in, I wasn't sure that was intentional or not. No, my my finger hit the button. Oh, okay. No, I was saying, like I was saying, is unless you have a store that has a whole bunch of other wine tasting, like uh, yeah. Total Wine is a great do place to go. Do they do one? Do they do one? I do wine testing because they have a wine tasting bar gotcha. section area. At least the yeah, one that's they don't want, they don't want you to get drunk in the store. Oh, no. Wine festivals, like, expect you to get hammered. So I haven't done one out here, but out in California, they have BevMo, which okay. is beverages and more. It's like mm -hmm. short for. But it's like Total Wine or that kind of thing. It's just a big, it's a big fucking, like, the best buy of booze. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's what BevMo is out there. It's comparable. They, they had like a tasting. It, it was like $6 or something. And like they went from one end to the other. I don't know what that lady was talking about. Not being able to have one wine after the other. Because this tasting was literally like, we're going to start here. And you'll get to the dessert one. And we're going to try all of them in the middle. It was like eight bottles or something. And we all got to try like some of each one. And then we got to go back. And since we're there just hanging out, talking about the wines. You, they're like, which one do you want more of? I said, like, kind of more of all of them. Yeah, which one do you want more of? Let me try that one. And then that one. Like, and then that one. <laughs> and then that one. Like, by the time we were done, I had fucking, like, 12 glasses of wine or some shit. <laughs> like, that was a good time. Plus, they have little crackers and cheeses. Oh, yeah, that's what they have, too. It's like, you have what to clear you pair your palate with. with this, yeah. right, with this tiny cracker. Or, it's not gonna clear what right. I call <laughs> snacks. You have to clear your palate with these. You call it a palate with this thing of, with I this thing of uh, beer dust. Snacks. Thank you. Snacks so I can eat, so I can drink more food. No, I just remember, like, Total Wine that has, like, that because... I was able to find a chocolate beer that was really good. I couldn't f remember what it was. I can't find it anymore. But you go like the, the craft beer section, they have it all sectioned out. Here is your fruity beer. Here's like your chocolate beer. Here's your coffee beers. And there's Woo! who makes it now. <laughs> I forget who makes it now. But there's it. a maple bacon donut beer. Yeah, of course. I've heard of that. Yeah. And okay, it's like Rogue, I think maybe. Is the company? It's actually not bad. It's the if anything, the bacon's a little. It's a little smoky, like yeah. it's, it's a little smoky. Not, like I am not a beer drinker at all. Like for me to drink beer, I'm already. I don't like drinking beer, but I'll drink anything if I'm hammered. So, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it, it, it's part uh, of the territory. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's not a problem then. The only beer I've ever tasted and been like, yes, I want more of that, like dead sober. Is it's like double arrogant bastard. So arrogant bastard's like a, a beer you can look up. It's like a gargoyle okay. kind of thing. But they it's only at Christmas time they come out with like double arrogant bastard. It's like a it's like a special seasonal one. And I got my friend like the it's like a hundred dollar bottle. It's fucking like this goddamn. See, it doesn't fit in the camera like tall. Okay. Like it's fucking huge. It's got one of the like metal clasp cork things. Okay. Yeah. And it's got a lock. <laughs> yeah. Like it comes with a lock. 
<laughs> like this huge fucking hundred dollar. It's like bottle. a Magnum wine bottle. <laughs> well, like a cork beer. system with like a latch and like a lock on it and key. I got him that for Christmas one year, and he had me try some of it. And that is like one of the only beers I've ever been like. I would like straight sober. I would drink that. That shit was good. It's some kind of okay darker. It's a it's a it's a very dark one. And I don't remember what else it has and what else the flavor profile is. But it's the only thing where I was like, holy fuck! Like I would drink that. I would straight up drink that just to drink it because it it tasted good. But everything else, I have to be fucking already drinking because I because beer is just fucking. Some variant of piss water, or maybe <laughs> mud water. Yeah, for, for a while there, we drank a lot of beer, but it was only because beer is yeah not great, and basically just helps you get drunk. Basically, one of the only real reasons. Yeah, to... I feel like you can do that a lot cheaper with liquor and a lot faster. See, I don't know, because sometimes those bars just have really good specials on beer, and you would get a lot of beer for a little money. <laughs> no, but you have to drink so much liquid, though. That's what I'm it's saying. a lot like, of liquid. Yeah, you have to drink so much. <laughs> Like, you could just do three shots of vodka in quick succession and be like, holy shit. Or you can drink, like, about... a case or two of the frat beer. Yeah. Like, it... but sometimes those three shots of vodka would cost you a lot more than what the beer would. Depends on where you are. Depends where you are, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you could go get a bottle of vodka for, I don't know, 10 bucks or something. And if you do it in quick enough succession, like, that's the thing. It's about how fast you do it. If you do that small amount of liquid quick enough, you you can get fucked <laughs> Like, you just... If you put it in a mixed drink and drink it over an hour or whatever, then yeah, sure, it's going to take time. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you just do shots really fast back to back, that's just going to mess shots, you up. Shots. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of one time my wife picks on me still for still to this day. We went camping a long time ago and it was with a whole group, a whole mess of friends. And we, we hit the liquor store before we went. And it was, oh, like, like we really, we really got to get going. We can't spend too much time in liquor stores. So I was like, all right, this six pack looks good. Let's go. <laughs> and we got there and it was like, she's like, what did you get? And I was like, I don't know. It was just <laughs> like, it wasn't beer. It was like, it was dark. It had fruit on it. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. We got there and it was like, it was like Smirnoff, it was like Smirnoff ice, but it was like <laughs> low carb black cherry. Oh, good God. And I was like, I was like, I didn't intend to get low carb. I was like, black cherry sounds good. So I had cherries on it. I was like, okay, whatever, we're drinking it. And I think I went through like five of them, five out of the six, and couldn't have been more than five minutes. Like, it was just, they just went down so quick and so easy. It was just like, bam. And yeah, no, I spent the rest of the night doing, being pretty good. I was like, I'm good. It's the Smirnoff ices are so like, sugary oof but that's, yeah. this was this was, these were low carb ones and so oh, the okay. low carb ones but they had a lower sugar content and so they just they went down so quick so damn quick so i was like you know what i'm not knocking low carb black cherry they were good <laughs> they were good and they did they got the job oh that was the same camping trip Again, one of our one of the famous stories. That that was a camping trip where we were. It became late at night. We had our fire going. We had a whole bunch of food that we were putting over the fire and eating and drinking and have a good time. And off in the distance, we see fireworks. We see someone at their campsite is putting going off fireworks, and we're like, "Yo, that person's got fireworks over there. Let's go bring him a beer and chill out and watch fireworks with or shoot off fireworks with them." Like, oh, sweet, yeah, let's go. And so we grabbed a couple of beers. And made our way over to his campsite. 
And we're like, we got there. And we're like, we saw you shooting off fireworks. We wanted to bring you a beer and shoot off fireworks with you. And the guy was like, I was just thinking, man, I wish somebody would just walk out of the woods and bring me a beer. He's like, I was literally just thinking that. And then you guys step out of the woods and hand me a beer. He's like, what a life. That's pretty great. Among other stories that came from that camping trip. Oh, man. Anyway, but that was one of the good ones is right. So we're like, that's amazing. Because from his perspective, it was just like, he was like, no, nah, I was just setting off fireworks. I was like, but I was wishing I had a beer. And then you guys just come right out and hand me one. And it's all, I'm the wish master. What else could I wish for? What else could I make happen? Good times. I wish for a million dollars. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Now a million dollars, he's, he's come out of the forest and just laid in my lap. Bill Gates comes walking out. <laughs> yeah, I saw your fireworks. <laughs> I, I said, that guy a needs a million dollars. Uh, I figured the first light I see tonight, I'm going to hand a million dollars. Going to hand a million dollars to. <laughs> and your fireworks went off. So I was carrying this case of really heavy dollar bills. <laughs> and I decided, no, here you go. You can hold on to it and have it. <laughs> and then we'd be like, we're here already. Do you want a beer? We're bringing him. We got something. To, we got something to give away. What year was that? It was like two thousand five. Good times. Two thousand two thousand five was good times. Two thousand five, two thousand six. It was somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, I had some good times in those years. I had some fucking crazy times. In those <laughs> that was like the time to have those crazy times. It was good times. We have more news. <laughs> wait, what? But wait, there's more. I don't know. These are the segues we have. Aside from the biggest news was basically they right they had the sixty nine job openings. A couple of things I always want to point out. One, they, these are about. Hey, let's go with the bottom one first. A happy birthday to two people of note here. We have a happy birthday to our own two ton waffle whose birthday was May third. Another day, then, another dollar. Yeah, God, when you when you start getting when you start getting older. You start like, yeah, I had a birthday, so what? Big whoop. I don't know. I celebrate my birthday. I'm old as shit. No, I never, yeah. Yeah, I celebrated my birthday working and got an email from my bosses. We're grateful that you chose today to be here with us. I'm like, I didn't like, choose. F you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't choose this, Jack. <laughs> it's a Wednesday. I'm not yeah. going to take Wednesday off. I didn't off. choose this. I, got, I have to use PTO to take off oh, my own birthday. I wanted to take off my birthday this year. And instead, the like rest of the company went to a convention. So yep. I had to man the office. <laughs> I literally uh. it was, it's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> but it's my birthday. <laughs> Because I gen generally like to party it up on my birthday. Just be like, let's drink it and have fun. Which I like to do all the time, but it's a good excuse. <laughs> yeah. What no. we got here? Oni, Oni, Iwini, 06? Sure. Thank you, Mom. Okay. Happy birthday. Belatedly. And of course, another person of note in the community, Andy Bendit's birthday was May 6th. Hell Yeah. Couldn't let, oh, couldn't let that else? one go. Wait, that's some like we didn't. We could have covered the Exiles thing. We can still do that. Of course we can. That has Andy in it. That's what that was my. That was gonna be my segue. I ruined it. 
<laughs> I crashed your segue into a fountain. <laughs> to but speaking of Andy, Andy just did the for the Conan anniversary for Conan Exiles fourth anniversary. They did a video that has been voiceovered by our very own Andy. And if you haven't seen it yet, if you haven't seen it yet, it's actually a pretty great video. Hey, and we're gonna show it to you right this now. This is Andy, your friendly neighborhood community goon, welcoming you to another With... wild run around the sun. Do we not to hear Andy's it's voice? It's 2022. You should. I don't. I don't hear it. It's celebrating its fourth year since official release on PC and consoles, May 8th, 2018. I like that dog slider. Points of interest, camps. Land I was like, we can't hear the audio, but the audio is playing through the stream. Oh, is it? Now, yeah. keeping an eye out for the future, we've been growing our teams to encompass both live operations and development. We're hammering out bugs and quality of life additions and working on improving lines of communication with our community of players, modders, and creators. A lot of the work behind the scenes this past year has been focused on one of the biggest updates Conan Exiles has ever received. You got a little taste of what's to come with the Grave Matters event from last year, and it's all coming together. But you'll have to wait just a little longer to find out exactly what we've been up to. Same, man. That's all for now. But before we go, just a few words from our lead designer. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another year of Conan Exiles. Over the past year, I've had a great time checking out the buildings you guys make within the Median set. I think those things are awesome. You're doing a great job. Good work. Keep it up. My favorite thing to do this year was tease you guys about the next update. So, for everyone that stayed with us until the end of the video, <laughs> a special treat, I'd like to introduce the next uh, update. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Oh, shit, what? <laughs> that part is the best. The is tackle. There, like, hidden meanings in here? The tackle, I think it's like VHS, like, stock shit. The tackle, the sideways camera, the, it's the a, running it's a, down it's a, Running down the hallway. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> nope, there was. I say, what was? What did you find? What did you find? Ah. Uh, the blue screen? The, uh. Play it again. Saw something in there. Yeah. Something. Was, sigil? Yeah, it was a sigil. Because, of course, they hide stuff. Hey, Exile. Would you expect any less? Playback speed. 25. Yep. Something. There we go. Okay. What is that? I, I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting is what it is. Because it's not just random. They Andy put that in there. Somebody put that in there. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. That is a they basically said that this is hinting at what's coming next for Conan Exiles, essentially. What this is. I don't know. If you want to grab a still and run it through a Google image search, I don't know. It's um, like a blood sigil of some kind. See, I haven't played I haven't played Conan Exiles, nor do I know enough about the Conan universe really to be like, oh my god, that's Phil the Barbarian. I don't know. Phil was an asshole. <laughs> I know. But of course, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be Funcom without putting in something like that. But they're saying that the basically their Grave Matters event, which was an event that they were having on their servers, which is interesting in the point that it is a, a like a, a like an MMO's event. Oh, we're having like we'll have the Envoys of Avalon event. Or we'll have something. But this is an event for a survival game, essentially. I didn't necessarily know it was really a thing, per se, but but they're doing one right now. They're doing a double XP and crafting event on the Conan Exile official servers. So 
And from May 5th to May 18th, all official servers on all platforms and regions will have 2x XP and harvesting rates. So they're having, an, they're having another official event going on right now anyway. Huh. Which also speaks to the fact of if they're calling Dune a survival, an open world survival game, the same as Conan Exiles is an open world survival game. Right. Well, they're already revving up their methods to basically put in live events during those, during that game. Something that you would expect to be like, oh no, it's, it's a build. You build, you survive, you craft, you blah, 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 blah. But also could have live events, similar to an MMO, essentially. Sure. So I figured that's what basically what, no, that could be anything. That could just be their next content drop for the game. They could have, I don't know, whatever that blood sigil is. I don't know. I don't know. We just noticed it now. I haven't done any research on it. It could also be just nothing. Is this random? We'll throw something in just to, to it it's could, like a red herring. Though, that does seem unlikely. It's unlikely. That means it means something. Something is there. It's there for a purpose. What that <clears> purpose <throat> is? Who they've knows? trained us secret world players a little too much. We're like, no, it means something. You might not know what it means, but that doesn't mean it, it means nothing. Yeah, and that was the first time I saw that video, and I noticed it. I'm like, wait, there's something there. But it's a great video. Oh, yeah. It's only only two minutes. It's a great video. And finally, the uh, the last thing I have is another video. In Media's Res came out with, and they posted a video on the filth. Okay. Move. Okay, you're fine. You're fine. I'm good. So they did the filth lore. I think I'll be able to get this so you can hear it uh, yeah we can hear it oh, okay audio routing it's magic our wisdom flows so sweet taste and see transmit initiate cephalopod signal receive initiate cuddle ink frequency handle with care Initiate the Chernobyl syntax. Avoid contact with skin. Initiate the eel mucus lexicon. Harmful or fatal is swallowed. Flip the ace of ruin. Witness. The filth. Initiate investigation protocols. New England. Fog follows an ancient weapon. Egypt. Dark water rises in cultists. Drink deep, Sylvania. Putrescent radiation breeds creeping fungus. Tokyo. The black signal broadcasts blasphemous algorithms infecting all ears. Following the signal, it creeps in through the crawly cracks of 3am. That weird dimension. There are thoughts that can only hatch in the human skull at 3 a.m. It is always 3 a.m. somewhere. It is happening. Right now, a woman wakes with a headache. She seeks aspirin in the bathroom. Black mold grows thick on the wall tiles. The stain forms a face. She hears a terrible howling from the sink train. She bends to listen. When she looks up, she does not recognize the reflection in the mirror. 
the face in the stain. Smiles night after night. She listens to the howling in the pipes. It gains a curdling cadence. She hums along. She can almost sing the words. She scratches the pimples dotting her body. They swell to boils. They burst, revealing new eyes. The eyes show her unutterable truths. Soon, she sticks thumbtacks into her tongue so she can better explain these truths to the weeping children whose beds she hides under. It is always 3 a.m. in the filth. It is liquid 3 a.m. Black and dripping. Initiate diagnostic protocols. The engines strain. Cleansing efficiency compromised. Engine 45B lost. The center cannot hold. Corrupted anima spills. Vermiculated fractals coagulate to solid geometry. The filth, it transmits. It is like us, a flowing message. Crawling letters, a living meme. It is not us. It is anti-us. Anti-luminosity that crucifies sentience. It trickles down hundreds of dimensions on alien gravity. You cannot even see most of it, sweetling. How will you escape? How do you hobble through this world on three tiny dimensions? It flows across time. A disease floating on quantum foam. Sumerians called it the Eater. In Babylon, they named it Nurgle's Rot. Dead tongues dubbed it the Devouring Plague, the Zero Point Pathogen, the Dark Humuncule, the Black Worm Jism. Information is a super weird substance, sometimes floating as oil, sometimes vapor, invisible waves, pollution, roiling black storms, a viral rhyme. It is the harbinger of change, the sizzling celestial syphilis. The flesh mutates, the mind boils to bilious madness. All lucid thoughts to slay. All sweetlings are fair game to the trip. But the filth pours as dark dreams directly into the heads of the insane and sadistic, following the signal. Somewhere, a trucker reads alien letters carved into the bathroom stall walls of a truck stop. He cannot look away. Pathogens in the grammar open an event horizon in his head. He spreads the scrawl in every stop on his route, carving it into the stalls. He itches, and he scratches. Others see the letters. They 
itch. They scratch. He scratches his face, draws the runes in red with his box knife. His head blossoms into a bouquet of writhing lamprey. But the filth is only the transmitted, not the transmitter. The excremental shadow of something else. What dreamt it? What stirs and sputters and lurks as big as planets in the infinite shade between cancer cells? Have you seen them, sweetling? Have they noticed you, noticing them, once you see the hungry sky? It sees you, all futures point to a stratosphere of tentacles. Please consider subscribing on YouTube and following us on Twitter. It's free. Also consider buying us a coffee or becoming a Patreon patron. It's not free. All links are on our channel page. Thank you. No lies detected. I love how the filth was creeping up on that, says Bomber. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Filth, filth is a good one. For sure. The uh, the drip effect was really good, too. Because it had that bit about the sink. It was like that drip. The howling in the pipes. The drip of the bathroom sink. Ooh. The hell was that? Hello? That was like the next video in, in on Waffle's playlist or something. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Who's there? What are Caller? we chatting? Caller, are you there? I was reading along. I pulled up the uh, the legend so I could so I could read along to it. That's a good one. Love the love the freaking writing. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Brings a tear to my eye. We're all made of stars. Said yeah. Creeps in through the crawly cracks of three a.m. There are thoughts that can only hatch in the human skull at three a.m. It is liquid three a.m. Black and dripping. Yeah. Of course, once I've had, once you have kids, 3 a.m. is turns itself around a little bit. You're like, what is 3 a.m.? Be like, oh, that's that's feeding time or <laughs> something. That's <laughs> the Gaia engine one is pretty good too. It's really short, but it, I feel like it inter intertwines with the filth one. Yeah, <clears throat> it's under the same ancient mysteries. Yeah, so the because the Gaia engine is initiate cleansing signal, initiate anima circulation, apply to affected area, initiate the slumber syntax. Initiate Titan schematics and what could be the greatest oil spill disaster in history. Initiate apocalyptic energy drain. Witness the Gaia engines. The engines run, but where are the builders? Warning: cleansing efficiency compromised. Engine 45B lost. The filth leaks. It flows up alien gravities. Initiate diagnostic protocol protocols. Alert the immaculate machine. Initiate distress beacon to the host. Is anyone out there who mans the light at the end of the tunnel? So it goes back to that 45B. Yeah, engine 45B is lost. So one of the <clears throat> Gaia engines failed. Like it's gone. So it's no longer doing its job. And the filth is now fucking going everywhere. But 45B was the same one mentioned, right, in the filth. In the in the filth lore. The engine strains, cleansing efficiency compromised, engine 45B lost. So it's yeah, the same. We, yeah. we sprung a leak. Now, I wonder if that could be interpreted to mean that the Tokyo bomb like blew up engine 45B, right? Could be. Like it, if that was like a thing. Or if it's <clears throat> like that one was one of the engines under Tokyo. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because like prior to the bomb going off, it's not like there was no 
I don't think it was like there was no filth, but it wasn't like readily available. Everything spikes when the event happens. That's when all of a sudden you've got a fuck ton more bees happening. You've got all these filth. It, it causes the chain happening. reaction to occur. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's so like it, a reaction or an infection reaction from yeah. a body sending out. Yeah. Many times they're right. We are the antibodies to the infection. So it would follow, given those two, that maybe like engine 45b like got lost in the tokyo event like it got obliterated or at least made to stop working compromised yeah yeah the center cannot hold corrupted and corrupted anima spills vermiculated fractals coagulate to solid geometry then you also think about how in in the intermediate like dreaming prison missions how you repair stuff and the really big one you either repair it or destroy it depending on the wings you're going for yep yep you basically allow yeah allow the filth through which the filth could right. essentially harbor a new age yeah so it's difficult to say whether in in that because when you make your choice they basically seem to indicate that I think that's one of the points in the game where it recognizes the fact that you're not a lone figure. Because a lot of games, like, you're the hero. Everyone else is the hero, but you're all the singular hero. In Secret World, it recognizes that you're all doing this. A collective. Yeah, there's a shit ton of bees. And just like when you revisit uh, What's-Her-Face in the subway, she's like, thousands of you stampeding through my head. He's like, yeah, <laughs> another one, great. When you choose to either repair the engine, if you repair the engine at least, the one in white says like you've made a, a choice, but not everyone's making the same choice. So there's like an aggregate, like the system's gonna swing one way or another depending on how many of you do the correct thing, potentially. Because it, it's a dream. When you go in to fix it, it's a dream. Is is it though? But is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's. I don't. From the very beginning, the you're told to trust, but not to trust. It's called the Dreaming Prison. I don't know that it's a, an actual dream. But if that's the case, where we all basically have, it is more of a, you go in and fix it, but someone else goes in and doesn't fix it. Someone goes break in and it. breaks it. Someone else comes in and fixes it. That basically speaks of either, well, we are the one that's actually doing it, or it's just a fragment of a reality. And right, it turns into a Right, but if it collapses, so if it collapses, though, and more broke it than fixed it, then it's broken. It could be like, in the same way of an infection, one antibody will go after basically one, one broken, one, one virus. So in that capacity, it's, that may have been your virus to go after. That may have been your... Yeah, but you all did the you same one. You had one, one. job. <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> you had one job. You all do the same one and make a choice. So I don't know if that 100% fits, but I do feel like given that they're extra dimensional beings, it could just be that there's it's um, in that dimension yeah every, everyone passed to their own one but i would imagine at the end everything collapses into one and it's a matter of which one there was more of which one wins out potentially right. and you so you're either left with oh we we fixed everything we fixed everything and we so we essentially cleaned up the tokyo mess and put everything back in order or we finished breaking it and they'll let them out. Like, theoretically, it's I mean, a... It's something to think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, yeah. It's something to think about. Just something to contemplate. It. Bomber says, does anyone else see the leftover pink glow? Oh, no worries, That's Bomber. all right, Bomber. Yeah, it go, is. It's, go, it's... go get some sleep. 
I'll be doing the same thing shortly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been not sleeping. This is me conversating on Filth and Gaia Engine lore about <laughs> to fall asleep. <laughs> you don't want to see this when I'm actually awake. I'll be over there with Charlie on It's Always Sunny. <laughs> How much red yarn do you have? And this connects it down here. <laughs> yeah. I'm like slowly making like minor connections and they're like, if it does, this is not the all. Nah! <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see any, I don't see any pink particles, Bomber. Yeah. Just your client. But like I will say, mm-hmm. just like in general for what we talked about, I'm pretty hyped for the Dune game. I am too. I'm, I love Dune Spice Worlds. I love playing it and going through its different. Yeah, I saw you, like, I rated you the other night. You were yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. Or the other night. Yeah. Yeah, you've been yeah, you've been streaming it. Very nice. It's a fun game. I'm trying like different ways of doing like different challenges. Like last that last time I was doing like up the worm sign so you're constantly having to make sure your units are off the sand. Okay. <laughs> oh nice. Yeah. Like more worms. And I even set the AI for easy and I was still getting my butt kicked from the Fremen forces. They're very <laughs> smart. There was like one time where I was coming in to one section of their city. They took the city, started automatically building dual or two missile batteries. All right, 30, 40 minutes later, I tried another way and they did the same tactic. I'm like, come on, I'm at a stalemate. It's getting late, I'm done. But yeah, it's a fun game. I'm actually looking forward to the, the rival Dune game. It, it just made me think that I just need to play more Conan Exiles, really. Oh, there was one more thing. There was one more one thing. One more thing. Yeah, there was oh, actually, I think Tasha, Tweeted about it or retweeted it or something. One second. Yeah. OMFG, what a casting. So looks like uh, Christopher Walken is going to be the Emperor for Dune 2. Okay. Padisha, Emperor Shaddam the Fourth. And Florence Poe is the uh, the Princess Alert. I, I forget her name. Aram, which is her his daughter. And she chronicles everything that happens with the Mahdi. Upri- spoilers the uprising on arrakis and paul Mahdi taking over and everything that happens after that fact oh okay i was like yeah. wait for the game i was like are you telling me for no no, no, no sorry, sorry. For, for dune part two the movie dune part <laughs> yeah. two, i was like i was like are you telling me for the dune game they got christopher walken what yeah you never know <laughs> That would be pretty damn great. I'm just like the Dune second movie is getting Christopher Walken in it because that seems pretty fucking cool. But they could be like, the only cure is I need more Sadaqa troops. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say more sandworms, folk. Yeah. It'll be, you know, the only thing that's coming to mind is Christopher Walken doing the Saturday Night Live. Was it Salty Balls? Wait. What? Are you thinking of. No, that was Christopher Walken, right? That was one of the balls. Wasn't Wasn't that Christopher Walken? No. Oh, no, no, right. Balls? It might have been. Sweaty Balls was bald. Sweaty? Ah, that's right. Okay, no, never mind. I just yeah, picture him saying it, was, though. Walking was Cowbell. Yeah, the Blue Oyster really Cult. Famous yeah. For the Cowbell. I gonna need more Cowbell. Gotta have it. There's more Cowbell. He, he should have done Sweaty Balls, because that was a good one. I need more. No, you're right. That was Baldwin. Ah, didn't they do more than just that one, though? I don't know. I'm sure he's done other stuff. Right? Like, he's done a lot, but I'm just saying, like, Shreddy Balls was a... Yeah. Was yeah. He was, the, he was one of the good ones. Sorry, Anyway. Go be, if they come up with a beta sign-up or Tasha comes up with, hey, if you weren't interested... 
But maybe I, they can... I already put in... I said, I'm interested for Metal Hellsinger whenever that comes yeah, yeah, out. Same. But she hasn't replied back, so I'm like, okay. She's like, who are you? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> Son of a... Just a small... That's when, that's when Waffle turns around and says, do you know who I am? <laughs> Don't you know who I am? Bring the full two tons down on... I will own you. He throws his weight around. Oh, hold on, Vaughn. All right. Oh, maybe they can use, maybe if, if they got him doing that, maybe they could use some of his dialogue for, I don't know, since they own the IP and who knows. This is for you, Vollmer. That took you a long time to find. No, because I have like different bakes I have. That's funnier to me than the actual <laughs> thing. Just hold on. I find the rim shots. <laughs> like, I know, I just want to see like a skit. <laughs> Where someone makes a bad pun and then someone else has to set up an entire drum kit. <laughs> like two solid minutes watching them set up a drum kit so just so they can do the move it out onto the stage, drag the chair out, get all situated. <laughs> what the fuck is that? And there are two like minutes that would be a good off. idea. Back in college, I was part of a yeah, theater group and we periodically did whatever you wanted. It was like open mic, essentially, but it was yeah, people coming up with basically their own skits. Yeah, yeah. That, that would have made a good one. Yeah, just like drag the drum seat across the floor. Yeah, someone comes up and be like, it tells like a lame joke. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, yeah. Have just, someone get out of the audience, like, ah, pull over a drum set. <laughs> just like... Pull it over, brings up the things. It screws it down. Screws Is everything ready? All right. Sits there. That's Yeah, that's the entire skit. That'd be good. That's a good one. Hey, Yemen. I found a Twitch stream of myself playing Seagirl back in 2014. Completely forgot this game existed. Wait, how do you find a Twitch stream of your of yourself? YouTube. It seems... Saved on his computer. Yep. Okay. High full highlight. I don't know. <laughs> Save when you used to stream. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Like past broadcast or whatever. Say 2014 sure. would have been the original. Yep. Yep. Same. That's should be. Well, 2014 or 2015 would have been, like, my first streams. I was playing in 2014, for sure. The 2014 sure. would have been more opening of... Tokyo, yeah. Further Analysis, Black Signal, Love and Loathing, Last Pagan, Nightmare in the Dream Palace. That was all it, 2014. I was I started in 2014 on TSW, but I don't know if I was streaming until... It was either end of 2014 or, in, or beginning of 2015, I think, when I started actually streaming. But I was playing it in 2014, for sure. I think like June or something. Yeah, I started when they went free to play, which was you mean buy to play? play. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, not free to play, buy to play. Yeah, when was that? That was two thousand thirteen. Yeah, when I did it, it was buy to play. That's how I got it was on a Steam sale. Yeah, yeah, it was buy to play. Nightmare for... Dungeons. It was before Last Train to Cairo. I know that. Yeah, but I think it. Was it after Vanishing of Tyler Freeborn? I forget. You can play healer with a rifle in Legends. You you just don't have... Just not damage healer. Like in TSW, you could play Leech, and which was not really something you can do in Legends. No, yeah. But the Leech healer definitely, was definitely a thing. Yeah, but you can heal with rifle. Like, heal is a... Uh, rifle is a healing weapon. It went by to play by late 2012. Right in time for the end of days in December. The end of days, that's what it was. Yes. Well, you can't leech heal, Walmart. You can heal. You can't leech heal. That's not a thing. Because uh, leech heal 
is you doing damage and getting heals back for the damage you do, and that doesn't work that way anymore. They like they intentionally put the kibosh on that, which I can see why. Like leech healing, just the aspect of leech healing existing breaks some stuff. It broke a lot of stuff in TSW. As much as people complained about like sustain tanking in Legends, like their abilities still do damage and heal. Yeah, but oh, yeah. no, but it's allocation. So like it's not the same it's not the same thing. What I mean right, is right. what I mean is in TSW, the more damage you did, the more heal you did. And that is not how it works in Legends. While you technically might do some damage potentially, your healing allocation, like you're doing more healing. Like it does not work the same way. Well, I'm not saying that you said it worked that way. I'm just saying you said leech healing and it's more accurate to say you can heal with an assault rifle. Leech healing, as anyone from TSW understands it, is I'm doing a fuck ton of damage, and that is giving me heals. And that doesn't exist. And I literally cause people I know to leave the game, which I think is them just being pedantic. Like, this is fucking stupid. Like, why does that matter? If you're healing or you're doing damage, pick a role and do it, but don't get pissy because you can't do both and just leave the game. I find that to be absurd. But it did happen. People left because they could not specifically leech heal. They didn't like being um, nerfed. It's more like just non-existent. It's the same, yeah. In the same way, you can't leech... Like, you used to be able to, like, leech tank as well. Like, you could DPS tank or, like, you could heal tank. Like, we could sustain tank in TSW... In, in, sorry, in SWL... But we couldn't, you couldn't heal tank. Not really. Sustain tank was a little bit different. Like, you could keep yourself alive with cooldowns and maybe heal yourself some, but you couldn't heal tank like in TSW. Like, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't generate throw via healing, if that makes mm. sense. And in, in TSW, you, you didn't need to pop a cooldown to survive. You would take the damage and then heal it back up. Whereas in Legends, like the sustain tank meta, you had to just, you had to not die. You had to not take the damage was more important. I'm saying like, could be splitting hairs of the definition of what leech is, but I'm just saying, I'm basing it on people that left the game over, quote, leech healing not being a thing anymore. So yeah, I'm, I remember, that, that's what um, I'm going off of. I remember leech healing basically being like almost one of the builds to have in... Oh, yeah. It was like, if you weren't leech healing... Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's, it was almost like the build. I remember Sword being like super... Sword was tank, for yeah. one. I don't like the gameplay changes were free to play. I don't think there was really much gameplay changes. That's a interesting. They went from basically a tab target to a kind of a soft target. The reticle, you mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I sometimes forget that because it doesn't apply to me. Because I play mm -hmm. TSW with a controller. So yeah. it worked the same <laughs> for me. Like, legitimately, what, like... For when I played TSW and played with an Xbox controller, like I had to use the X pattern to make it work like that. But in Legends, it just works like that, anyways. Yeah. So for me, the actual gameplay felt if very anything, similar. Anything was smoother because I'm mm -hmm. still doing the same thing, but I don't have to tab to hit what's in front of me, which for me was the left shoulder button on the controller. <laughs> So it's one less button for me to tap, but the way I play it, the movement and all that is exactly the same. Okay. So I but it was, it was that, and they also, they also I, I remember Secret World Legends. One of the one of the biggest 
things that are not super legends in uh, in TSW, one of the biggest complaints was always the time to kill ratio. People were like, it takes way too long to kill anything. And they fixed that with Secret World Legends. They made things, the time to kill was significantly reduced. Well, okay, so I'm going to say some of that varied on your experience and build. Yeah, yeah. Because the time to kill was so high, people didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. And yeah. because there's, quote, no levels, even though that was not true. It was not true. There were levels. Under the thing, you would be fighting things you probably shouldn't be, and you're just chipping away at... But you can, like, depending on your build, at least, you could stay alive, and you're just chipping at shit for fucking ever. Or, Or the other thing, which, again, is a gameplay thing, is you're not afflicting. This monster doesn't take damage very well unless you afflict it. But if you don't read that little... Pop you don't read the little text over the little yeah on icon. his health bar that you would have to stop fighting to let him hit you while you go read it. You wouldn't know that oh if I afflict him, then now I'm gonna do more damage and strip his barrier, and now I'm gonna beat the crap out of him. So like that would take an enemy from taking you like five minutes to kill to five seconds to kill if you just read the thing and applied the right debuff. And they did remove a lot of those in Legends. They just straight a up lot like, of them, yeah. They're like, yeah, we don't need to do that. And now those still exist for certain bosses, but most of the generic open world guys don't have that shit anymore, I believe. Famous quote, suck less. <laughs> but legitimately, Legends added the fact that you can see the levels and you can realize that I'm two streets over and things are three levels higher than me, so maybe I'm not going to spend 10 minutes fighting this. Whereas in TSW, you didn't know. There's nothing that tells you that you're in a you're in an area that's slightly higher level. Now, if you go into a nightmare area, you're in there because they hit you once and you die. And you're like, <laughs> all right, well, obviously this is wrong. Or but, you try to hit them and do like absolutely nothing. Yeah. But yeah. if you're in like a median area, you would have no idea how far off you are from their level. Not only that, TSW was really bad about just letting you make the shittiest build possible. And because I probably made what, like a dozen characters in TSW easily. And like, I would get to the point where I could like make a character. Oh, and by the way, of different builds, not just like always the same build to go. Right. Like, it just got to the point where I could be like, I'm going to make this character pistol sword for pirate, or I'm going to go LE this for something else. And like, I would start and know exactly what to get, exactly where to put my points, and just come out the gate kicking ass, which you just couldn't do. Then nothing told you how to do that. It's something you learned painstakingly over time. <laughs> and lots of sunken hours of spending a lot of time killing things. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I'm interested in changes over the last eight years. I remember there being a zone after the desert, which was really hard. Oh, wow. There's a what? lot after. Holy shit, dude. You're missing, like, hundreds of hours of content. If you're missing, like, one of the best zones in the entire game. Like, after after Scorch Desert, there's uh, City of the Sun God, which might be more desert, which could be referring to. Transylvania, just the entire zone of Transylvania. Which is three maps. Which is an extra three maps. Then Tokyo. Which is another map. I would even okay. call Tokyo to two maps because of how they really, like, there's northern Tokyo yeah, and southern Tokyo. It's, it's one big map. It's yeah. very jam-packed. Tokyo is uh, phenomenal. Tokyo is one of my favorite zones out of any MMO for sure. ever. Yeah. And then, um, then you have South Africa. Then South Africa. Yeah, Transylvania is, again, like, people hit different roadblocks in the original game where, like, their builds stop working. 
because they didn't know how they worked, especially, mm-hmm. or didn't know what they were facing. Transylvania was one of the ones. That's where I hit my first, not my first, but it's where I hit like the massive block of like where I, because I didn't know that I shouldn't be all Tank Talisman's pistol blood when mm-hmm. I was playing. And I got all the way into Transylvania like that, which is absurd that I even made it that far. But Transylvania really, like, I was spending like 15 minutes fighting a single vampire before killing it. Like, I'm not even joking, just like running circles and shit. Like, it was ridiculous. And eventually I, like, looked up enough stuff and read enough stuff that shit clicked and I realized what I was doing wrong and I fixed it. Pennsylvania also had, like, it, there was some normal, there was some, no, it had, normal. There were some had basic regular quests in there. Mobs. It had regular mobs that had things on them mm-hmm. you had to... Rather than the nightmare mobs. Yeah, but you should avoid those, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real, ideally, you avoid those. But the regular mobs in TSW would have an icon on them if you bothered to stop playing the game, let the thing try and kill you while you try to read it. Which is my biggest problem, by the way, with TSW, is that there is no way, other than sacrificing your body, like your life, to actually read the thing. It's a debuff over his health bar. If I return to the game as rich character is leveling and gameplay viable or potential Roblox. It's way more viable than it's in it's a hundred percent viable now. Yeah, like it's pretty hard to it's not impossible, but it's pretty hard to make a build that's non-functional. I've helped people that made it into Tokyo and started having problems. But even in Tokyo, they were still like surviving. They just it was a little bit harder than they thought it should be, and correctly mm-hmm. so. They had some stuff wrong. But you, like, it's really difficult to make a build so bad that you can't, like, beat the game with it. Like, you, yeah. Like, the. To participate in, like, nightmare content now, or to participate in higher E levels of content, yeah, you're going to need to buff up your. your. Yeah, but in the process of doing that, you, you, should, you should learn because it takes you time to get there. Yeah. But as far as like leveling through the content and playing all the story now, nah. It's because the the ability system, like the, the tutorial and the way it starts you out, puts you like on a path. So unless you just go rogue, even if you go rogue, it's really hard. It's really, I beat the game. I did a playthrough. I did an offhand only playthrough where I played the entire game without a main weapon at all. And just the weapon in my offhand, which means I had no basic Mm-hmm. weapon and had and you also beat the game only with one ip <laughs> well, yeah with one item power one item no, z- power zero talismans and level one green weapons like i you and it takes work i'm not saying that you can steamroll the whole game and then everything's going to be easy yeah it takes work to do something and planning to do something like a one ip run the offhand run is really just knowing how shit works but play. but if you play but, with all the systems that they have enabled and you level actually yeah level like here it's really actually... hard it's really hard to make the game not playable good night bomber good night bomber yeah and if you are curious about trying to spin off 19.4 black watchman i i have i think i have one of the 19.4s things because i have the i backed the kickstarter stuff for it yeah i know i have. <laughs> bomber can't stop from Typing. I did. They know. I like the Serrano for Moons of Madness thing, honestly. That was really cool. Say, I own, I own 19.4. I 
don't think... Uh... And Black Watchmen, I think I backed as well. I don't know about the Unrio. I was going to say, if you... Oh, I do own the Black Watchmen. Okay. If you need or are, are interested in builds, I do have some builds on my website. And I also own... Yeah. I own all of them. Look at that. Oh. Let me get the build link. They are, they are hard or I'm a baddie. They're hard. They're supposed to be hard. Yeah, those are the ARGs are, are pretty difficult. Yeah. And so if you end up wanting like some more like mid to end game builds or just want to see what like a what some of those might look like, I'm pretty much the only source of builds like post the major rebalance that happened. There are builds before that, but not really since then. So I got accused by a Ceruliana. I didn't even see that. Oh. So if you want to see what some Legends builds will look like... I usually play a tank. It's a good time to play a tank now because they introduced a new system called the Anima Allocation System. Yes. Which means, like that you that. Could, which means that basically you could have a tank build and only bring in the tank aspect when you want to bring in the tank aspect and otherwise... So Wazzle can damage. show it on the screen. It's Anima, not Anima. So Anima Allocation? Ugh. I don't think you want that. Waffle, can you bring up your gear? Like the... Is it going to cause a lot of problems? We know. I know. We know. <laughs> I'm saying gear. <laughs> but move it over to the left. And yet it still surprised me. Move it, yeah, move it over and then bring up the thing so we can see your gear and the th allocation at the same time. So if you put your right mouse up. over, if you put your mouse over your head talisman, you can show them what your stats are on your head talisman, right? Yeah, the head, do the head one. So you've got like your attack rating and your protection, and then if you slide it down to tank, the allocation down to tank, allocation. <laughs> Good lord, man. Yeah, just slide it and hit commit, and then you can show them the stat difference. So you can change your talisman's stats when you're out of combat. So whenever you want, out of combat, and, whenever you want, and in any kind of mixture between tank, DPS, and heal. Whereas in in TSW, you would have like tank talismans and heal talismans and DPS talismans. In Legends, you have talismans, and then you can change your allocation at any time, and it changes the stats on the talisman to be a combination of tank, DPS, and heal stats. So you can go all tank. You can go like. 60 40 you can if something's go, not working if you're like man i just threw myself up against that boss but you're at 100 damage you can be like okay no i'm gonna give myself some more survivability i'm gonna go 80 20 i'm gonna do 80 damage 20 survivability or yeah you know. like 90 10 or if you're mainly tanking but you want to do some damage you can go 60 tank 40 dps 70 mm -hmm. tank 30 DPS. and there's some skills that work entirely different as to whether your allocation is more in survivability than damage yeah. The tank and heal skill, heal skills or abilities have a 51% requirement. So like the tank abilities won't trigger the tank effect, like, like aggro generation, unless you have 51% or better tank. And the heal, you actually have double the energy bar if you're 51% heal rating or better. You'll go from 15 energy to 30 and spam more, spam more heals. The anima allocation is one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a game, period. Yeah. And one of, one of the biggest cool things they did in Legends was be like, you know what, you, can, you don't need five sets of gear. No, like, you, you can, can use the same gear and just switch over to damage if you want, if you just want to DPS. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. It's it basically cool. makes every weapon 
a DPS weapon. Now, some will still be more effective than others. Yeah, but... you still have tank weapons that have tank abilities, for example. Mm -hmm. But you can be, you can do tank weapons and just allocate to DPS and go damage shit. Go play through the open world. Even be a damage dealer in a dungeon group if they already have a tank. And when it's your turn to tank, you just swap it down to the tank allocation. No, it's such a fucking nice system. It's like... What actually has existed since before the rebalance, but in the rebalance, it was, it's, to my opinion, it was even better. Because prior, tank abilities would have aggro generation on them. So if a DPS player was like running shotgun and happened to use a aggro generating shotgun ability because it's a tank weapon, then you're like, you gotta yell at them, stop doing that. That's the reason you're dying. You're pulling the boss with your aggro ability you're using. Mm -hmm. Knock it off. Whereas now that ability doesn't have aggro inherent in it. Doesn't have, right, it doesn't do... It's only um, if your allocation is 51% or better do you start even generating aggro. There's a small holdout of people that still play the classic one. You can't, I don't, like, legally buy it anymore. No events run on it. No, like, no Christmas, Halloween, anniversary, anything like that. World I events. guess it's similar to people playing, like, World of Warcraft Classic or something like that. Like, I would say you know. less... It's even but, but less, yeah. Because because well, well, because World Warcraft Classic came back because of demand. Like it didn't exist before. Right. This is a, this is different. It's just it's like technically there. It's just not it's not shut off. But you can't. You already had it, so you're you should still have an account that would let you access it. You, how you do that is you just get the config file from the launcher and basically you point it at the other one and patch the game and it because ninety percent of the resources it uses are the same. So, like, you can patch back and forth between Classic and Legends. It takes, I think, like 13 gigs of difference, something like that. Depending on your connection, that your time may vary. It doesn't take me very long to patch between them. I want to say it's something like 13 gigs of difference. But yeah, you can patch technically back and forth if you have a TSW account to log into. I haven't gone there since I finished my last transfer. The performance issues are far worse. That's the big, in my opinion, that's the biggest thing. Like, whether you like the ability system or, I, I don't know. I I was, to me, that was never core to the game. The core to the game is the story, and the story progressed in Legends. So that's what mm -hmm. I give a shit about. Some people, like, just really snorting that ability wheel of cocaine for some reason. Like, it was well, an they, interesting they, idea. They're beholden to, the like, the PvP, like, uh, all of those maps and stuff like that. No, I've seen single-player people. I've seen the ones... I've seen people yeah. who just... The, and the weirdest part to me about that is, like, they only play in Kingsmith. <laughs> they make new characters and play in Kingsmith and unlock abilities slowly in ability will, and then we'll delete that character and do it again. And then they never leave Kingsmith in Classic. I'm just like, I don't understand you, man. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but okay. I'm not going to shit on someone for having a good time, but... Yeah, it seems weird to me. Like if I was gonna go back and play it, I'd play the whole thing. But they just dick around. In case. The one, the ones just, I've seen. I just really like New England, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's like how Legends New England different. It's not like oh, but I can use the ability will. Okay, all right. Congratulations, you want a cookie? Like I don't know. I like I said I'm not trying to to shit my ability will. It was an interesting idea. It was an interesting experiment at the time. Mm -hmm. But I think thinking that it's amazing is the best game since sliced bread. Like the anime allocation is amazing. That's something I hadn't seen before. And every right. time I've right. shown that to someone, every time I've shown the anime allocation, explained how it worked, everyone that's seen that has been like, whoa. 
that they're like i want that in this other game that i play yeah. like everyone's <laughs> that's fucking cool that is an like, interesting like, yeah, 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 yeah. i tell me you tell me i can use my tank gear as dps every other time because or because heal? Like, M- <laughs> mmos yeah or my healing gear like i could go out and use i can heal in dungeons but then my healing gear can still do dps when I'm just, like, by myself in the world. Because was... MMOs are essentially two different <laughs> games at their heart. They are the, kind of like, the solo zones and then the dungeon, multiplayer dungeon content. Yeah, yeah. I like and that. So... I think I wish WoW had, but then did not. Yeah, I, like, uh, I every time I've shown that, like, that to me is, like, fucking inspired. That's really cool. The ability wheel was an interesting way to look at abilities. Like, you put it in a circle. Yeah, but because of its, because of its design, it was like the inner and outer rings unlocking and all that. But because of its design, it necessitated like every weapon, everything. A, it does necessitate a certain amount of weapons, and then a certain amount of abilities, and you just had to fill them. So I ended up with a lot of duplication and a lot of this is going to do the same thing as these other things. Or, I don't know, we've got three slots to fill. Let's put something here. And even the developers were like, yeah, there was a lot of filler in there. No. Yeah, that's the thing about the, now it's the tabs. Now it's the weapon tabs. And, right. And you have the lines. Um, and so, okay, put it this way. They plan, like, it hasn't happened, but they plan on adding weapons to Legends. But to add weapons to Legends, all you've got to do is you just put another little picture on the side. You're, yeah, you're in there. Under the assault rifle, you would just put another little picture. Boom. Hold another weapon tree. Hold another set of abilities. No problem. If you want to add a weapon in TSW after it was released to the ability wheel, how the fuck do you do that? You can't. You'd have to, you have to take redesign. every ability and make it much smaller on the wheel so you could fit in. You'd have yeah. to redesign the whole, like, whole thing to like somehow cram weapons no, What you do is like you it... make it into an oblong egg shape. <laughs> And they initially basically said that. They initially were like, this, this system is actually much easier for us to add shit to. They never yeah. actually did. But they, haven't, they didn't add any new weapons other than what's there, but it was on the docket, and you could certainly see how it's possible. It's a billion times easier than it would be on yeah. the wheel. And if the, game was pro- if the game was a lot more successful than it was, we'd probably have a whole bunch more weapons now yeah. because it would be like, oh, we're releasing this expansion and this, this expansion is going to come with more weapons and it's going to be this zone and that zone and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, what are you going to do? We didn't get there. <laughs> but we are approaching the 10-year anniversary. We are. That is true. It's like literally, what, like a month and a half away or something? <laughs> oh, and this is a, this is a complete... Yeah, 10 year anniversary of Secret World. As yeah. a whole, yeah. That's what I mean. That um, counts, dude. That counts. It, it does, yeah. It just it reminded me, it was like, wait, what about the Johnny Depp trial? How's that going? Is it? Because <laughs> he, yeah, he's got the TV rights. Because Johnny Depp has the TV rights to Secret World. I don't know how much we want to get into that at 1230. Like, I haven't been paying attention to that. But All I know I is that. Say he's he's looking pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like he's a little more vindicated than he used to be. Oh, he's a lot vindicated than he used to be. Yeah. That bitch is crazy. <laughs> because basically it was, he was like, oh, we announced that Johnny Depp is basically was going to, his TV company was, he bought the rights for Secret World to make a Secret World TV show. Yeah, he, and he, his company did purchase the TV rights. So like he doesn't own the IP, Funcom 
owns Secret World. Mm. It's not like Johnny Depp purchased Secret World, the game, but he did purchase the rights for the TV show to use it, to to license it for the TV show. That that did happen. That's a thing. You could look it up on IMDb, I believe, somewhere. But then a whole bunch of stuff went down with him and his favor curtailed and we never really heard anything else about it, so. Yeah, maybe he'll finally get out of that goddamn shit show yeah and be able to do stuff again who knows who knows i would say it's looking court of public opinion wise at least he's in a much better light and i think it's likely it's well the thing about the thing is defamation cases have a really high bar yeah like you could believe him that he's saying you can believe him, and he still could not rise to meet the level of proving defamation. Yeah, it's very, especially when you're a celebrity, too. Like, proving defamation is, like, the willful malice and all that stuff. Like, it's mm. pretty. The thing is, though, from, because I've been, actually been following, just in the last week, there's a, bu- there's a bunch of lawyers, like, to have, one of them's virtual legality. He does a lot of gaming stuff, so I've followed mm. him for a while. But a bunch of lawyers have coalesced into LawTube. And they've been covering aspects of it together and on their own streams. And that's been very interesting. I love watching lawyers talk about stuff. It's very intelligent and nuanced conversations. Because, A, they know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> they know how the law works. And pre- it's not like some CNN re- reporters watch snippets. Amber's proving defamation for him. Yeah, dude, she is. She is something else. She's her yeah. own worst enemy on the stand for sure. Yeah, my, my uh, wife's been paying attention to some stuff, and she's oh, it's, uh, yeah. And then you see her deposition from her other shit back in, I forget what year it was, because she was, she was married, I guess? She had a female partner, like, life partner. Yeah, it was like 2009. Uh, okay. And, and she had a, a DV case brought in against her then for that partner. Well, she was arrested for yeah, she was domest- arrested uh, for, domestic for abuse. Domestic. And so the deposition for that, she is, she's nasty in that deposition video. Like, holy shit. Like, in this thing, she's trying to be much more, like, appealing. And her stories don't make a lick of sense. And a lot of her testimony, like, contradicts itself. But if you look at her deposition from the other one years ago, like, the attitude difference. Like, she's not putting on anything in that one. She's just, like, practically attacking people yeah do you know who i am like it's it's like the shift is very clear but yeah i don't know so they're on a break week so we'll see what happens next (laughs) i think in my opinion even on the off chance that he doesn't prove the defamation i think in the court of public opinion he's probably yeah they've seen enough not just from him but from her own like therapist like who her own therapist was like she abused him. Now, she might have been saying that they both abused each other at some point. I'm not sure. But regardless, he's got a much better public outlook than he did before it, for sure. And then there's, like, audio tapes. Jesus Christ. Some of those audio tapes. Like, I don't... I think there's... A lot of lawyers don't think the... They'll think... They think the transcripts of the old deposition will probably come into play. Because she contradicts herself now about stuff that happened then. So they'll probably get that on cross. But they don't think the video will come in, just the transcripts. But the video is kind of important because it shows 
her demeanor about those events. So I don't know, there's some speculation on whether the Everyone thinks that the old deposition will come into play, but it's they think it, the video itself might not come in. But the video itself would definitely help. If the jury saw the video, the tone and demeanor, and it makes a big difference. But uh, oh yeah, okay. So real quick, there's a there was a brand new like law member of that group, that coalition of lawyers call it, they call themselves a law. Okay. And there's a lawyer they know, and he actually practices in Virginia, which is where the case is taking place. And so he obviously knows a lot about Virginia law. He has to practice it, but he also does lumber. Like he does woodworking. Okay. Like, like that's his passion on the side or whatever. Yeah. And so there's a thing in the case about where supposedly he broke part of their bed while assaulting her or something. And they have a picture of the broken bed. And he did, he had, he, he was talking with one of the other lawyers that has a YouTube channel about his views on that. And she's, you've got to make a video. You got to make a video explaining your take on this. And so he did. And he has a YouTube channel with one video, that video he made. And it like immediately fucking blew up. Like in the not even 24 hours, they have like a hundred thousand views. Last I saw, it was approaching 500,000. Like he got monetized in under 24 hours. It's fucking just boom, like crazy. But it's like, I watched the whole thing too. It's like a 20 minute video, but it's really good because it's on what kind of lumber that is, how wood works, like physically mm -hmm. how it functions, how that particular type of wood functions, how trees work in general, and why what she's saying is not physically possible. And the only way to do that particular type of damage is to take like a, a sharp object, like a knife or chisel or something, and take it in, into the end and pop it out. And he shows it and he explains. And yeah, like I've, I believe I've encountered the same thing, like certain types of wood, like you'll just dent them. You won't chip them, you'll dent them. Cause wood is essentially, trees are essentially giant series of tubes. Yeah, so like you, you, know. you if it gets impact, it's just gonna squish in. You have to put something sharp in between the tubes to like mm -hmm. pry it out. Yeah, that's, and, that's, why, that's why an ax, you have to set it up so that the wood is in a certain you know, it has to be standing up and then the axe will just go right through it and chop it down into, into the two parts. If the, but if you put it on its side and tried it that way, you end up with it with an entirely different sort of cut going on because, right, all a tree is on the inside is essentially- Straws. It's giant straws because <laughs> it's a system to get the water up into the leaves. Exactly. And so it needs, it's basically one giant system of tubes. And so, so yeah, it does. So tree trees are pretty- So yeah. on that and their hmm. bed frame is like a like big chunky, like timbers and supposedly he was this is great like her words were like he put his foot there for purchase the fuck says that he was holding me down and beating me and he put his foot on the bed for purchase like for leverage really is what you mean well, yeah. but who the fuck says that she called she called like parquet flooring parakeet flooring but she says the word purchase when he puts his foot on the bed Dude, uh, that doesn't match. You know what I'm saying? It's not like she speaks like someone with a lexicon to say the word purchase. To say the word for that. purchase? Okay. Yeah, I, like, you know like, I, mean? I would. I know you, what purchase yeah, means. But I'm saying, context. like, you also wouldn't say parakeet flooring repeatedly. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So it just smacks of like a rehearsed or read thing and not an actual, this is what I'm remembering happening. But anyways, in the picture... There's the break that clearly could not come from what she's saying it came from. Like it would right? have to basically be a metal or some sort of, yeah. And in the picture on the bed, there's a weird object that looks 
a lot like some kind of like pocket knife or something. <laughs> like it's a little fuzzy, but mm. there's definitely like on the bed in the picture, like what looks a lot could be a pocket knife that would be used to do that. <laughs> It's like, who leaves that in the picture? No, yeah, like I said, I took yeah, physics classes. And no, the physics of wood is actually fairly interesting Yeah, you know, when you get into so, it. So he's a lawyer and a woodworker. He was like, this is this doesn't make sense. You, this is not correct. Like, you, you have perjured yourself. This mm. is not right. And he made a video explaining why and showing it. And it's a cool video. And it, it like, got fucking just traction everywhere he's fucking blown up inside of a day which is fucking awesome for him all the other youtuber lawyers are like took me five years to hit hundred thousand <laughs> views on anything but congratulations to you but and then he they mentioned his video like in an article in the guardian or something okay <laughs> like, he's just getting it's, it's getting out there but uh, yeah i don't know the whole that whole thing is pretty interesting and to tie it back into secret world it is very advantageous for us as Secret World fans, if things do go well for him, because then maybe someday money gets funneled back into that project. And uh, maybe like, see- you know what? Like the idea of a an entire basically a world, a universe. I might not call it a universe, but whatever. But a universe based on one spooky Lovecraftian shit. Yeah. That's always popular. Two, one that's based on nothing but conspiracies and conspiracies being true or spooky urban legends always being true there it's and essentially some form of superhero powers yeah right and a superhero motif on top of that listen this is why we're very excited about the tabletop game this is why we're very excited about whatever because it just works it's it's stuff that people like supposed to the kickstarter for that's supposed to happen what like this End of this year or something? Fourth quarter, yeah. I think this is fourth quarter 2022. But but generally when people think of Secret World, they're like, oh, that's the zombie game because you initially go through Kingsman. Because you don't make out of Kingsman. But it's like, oh, that's the game with the zombies and it's dude. No, it's a little more. It's a little more than that. <laughs> there were special events. You could also be the- like, oh, it's a game with the vampires, the Cold War Russian vampires or the werewolves that have like, it's... Like, sure, it has them. It's also the game with the Yetis and the this and the that. It's got all of them, and you can fucking do... I've always liked to explain it as, like, a Lovecraft... Like, a much more Lovecraftian Supernatural. Yeah. Because Supernatural kind of did the whole, like, all myths, legends kind of thing to a certain Mm -hmm. extent. Just wrapped that with more Lovecraft. I remember there were special events. events. Yes. Sorry, yeah. The answer is yes. They're, like... So the next stuff that's coming up will be the anniversary, actually. The anniversary event will be in June. Yeah. The anniversary will definitely have... Generally near the end of June. But yeah. That'll have hourly bosses off of a portal in Agartha. And it'll have... Should, the anniversary should have the Hatekeeper raid, too, right? I believe. It'll be uh, the fifth anniversary of Secret World Legends. But the, the overall, the tenth. the tenth anniversary of Secret of World. Of Secret World. Which actually would be TSW released in July, early July. But depending upon when it starts, it will probably go through early July. So it'll Uh, start late June as being the fifth anniversary of Secret World, but being the tenth or the the fifth anniversary of Secret World Legends, but being the tenth anniversary of Secret World overall. Are they gonna do something for that? Who knows? I don't know. You never They'll do the anniversary event for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the anniversary event's going to go on. 
I don't know if they'll do something like extra on top of the normal anniversary stuff, but they'll definitely yeah. do the anniversary event. That's gonna that will happen. They there's also what is there? There is Oh, just in general? There's yeah, right, hold on. It, there... it's anniversary. Then another Envoys of Avalon. Right, what is, is Equinox? A... Equinox. Equinox. Equinox is twice yeah. a year. Right? Yeah, anniversary, um, ec- second Equinox, Halloween. Halloween, Christmas, yes. Valentine's Day. And that's about it. That's, that's it. I think, yeah. the next Equinox. The spring right. Equinox. But all of those have extra stuff. And the Valentine's one has stuff that was never in TSW at all. Christmas right, has that... some stuff that was never in TSW at all. Christmas, we wish Halloween had more. <laughs> yeah, we wish Halloween had more. It is slightly different. It, it's slightly about. different. It's slightly different. They did bring back what's it called? The, uh, radio. the radio. Oh, the broadcast. Yeah, the broadcast. Look at the broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, definitely, definitely events. So those events only happen in Legends. Those do not happen in the original game. If you were to go into Classic, you can play Classic. It's technically on, but it is not maintained. There's no events being run on it. So, if you want your seasonal events, you got to be in Legends. Saying if the pattern holds, it will be June twenty fifth. If the pattern holds, which well, June twenty fifth is a Saturday, so they're not going to do it on a Saturday. No, they'll do it on a Friday. They'll do it on a Friday. <laughs> it's possible. They've been known to start events on a Friday. Just why not? Just because. So I would say, looking at a calendar, I would say either June twenty third or twenty fourth. But hell, it could be the twenty second, twenty third, twenty fourth. Moons of Madness is definitely worth buying. Yeah. Especially if you played Secret World. Holy shit. It is part of the IP. It is set, I think we figured out, what, 50 years in the future? I want to say we determined. And there's lots of, you can play Moons without knowing Secret World, but holy shit, there's so much more to get from it if you play Secret World. Oh, yeah. And it's, on its own, it's an entertaining game, but it's got, like, multiple more tiers, depending on how much Secret World you've played. I can't even imagine really. Here's the here's the weird thing about Moons of Madness is I can't even really imagine really enjoying it to any real appreciable degree without playing Secret World. Like just playing it with they, Secret World, holy shit! Well, that's just because you only have the one side of the experience. I know. <laughs> I'm biased. Well, what, yeah. And what I mean by that is so do I. But I've watched streamers play it that didn't play Secret World, and seeing them go through it, like they totally enjoy the game they literally don't know what they're missing yeah so they're, they're like oh man this is just a cool lovecraftian story and you're like yeah but no so they'll, they'll and that's the thing though because it's lovecraftian and crazy you can mm-hmm. see these weird things and you just think that's weird lovecraftian shit mm-hmm. you're played secret world you're like that's lovecraftian shit i know about yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying that's specific so, like, lovecraftian shit yeah you're like i recognize that from this thing or i know this from there or this ties into this other thing. Like, mm. it's, there's so much, it's a love letter to Secret World players, in my opinion. And mm. thanks to Scribnomancer for that. It really is. Like, it's done so beautifully mm. that there is nothing, I didn't see anyone playing it that never played Secret World that got to something that was like, this doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what this is. They thoroughly enjoy the experience, but if you played Secret World, the richness of it is so much better. Or not even better, like, in addition. It mm-hmm. doesn't detract. Not knowing about it doesn't detract. It's just... It's just an invisible cherry that you have to play Secret World to see the cherry on top. But yeah, I highly recommend Moons of Madness. Super cool. Yeah. 
And of course, the park. Yeah, I think the park is more... I don't think you necessarily need to play Secret World enough to, to get much out of the park. You would get more out of it just from Secret World, but the amount of Secret World that's in the park is relatively less than it is in Moons of Madness. In Moons of Madness, it's just everywhere. Other than the three I mentioned and Moons, are there other... There's the park and Hide and Shriek would be the other ones I can think of off the top of my head. Or a place to quickly find them. Steam, yeah. <laughs> They're all on Steam. Yeah, the, but yeah, the park is... If you, you play Secret World, you would know the theme park in Savage Coast. So the park is a game about the park. And basically the or, like a, a little bit of origin to the park. Yeah, or, Atlantic Island. Yeah, yeah, and then Hide and Shriek is. It meant a, more in it meant more in TSW when you also had the companion mission to go along with it. But true, that yeah, yeah. Th there was a companion mission in TSW that connected the park more directly. But even without that, I think it sets up like history of the park. It's yeah. So if you love the park in Secret World, then a hundred percent you should get pick up the park. It's not very much, I don't think. Oh God, no, they're they're cheap now. And then, and Hide and Shriek is a multiplayer game, but it's pretty cool. You're like a student in one of the schools, either the one that's in Savage Coast, which is... The Academy. Yeah, is that Innsmouth Academy, right? Yeah. Or, or Little Springs High School. Little Springs is the rival school. And so you're basically fight like the other players are student and you're both invisible and you go around the school grabbing items and stuff and trying to scare the other person. So you have to find them while, while you're both invisible, you find the other person and spook them with your spook meter. It's a really fun game, but there's also lore you can find, like little lore pages you can collect in that game that give history of the secret world, like more, just add more. They're, they look to be a little pricey right now. Moons of Madness is $25 and the park is 13. They go on sale fairly, very often though. Yeah considered either of those terribly pricey but okay also well, comparing moons, what they are and how long i would pay 25 for moons i think it's moons is a lot longer than the park yeah moon yeah for the park mm. it'd be 12 13 dollars is average or is a good price yeah it's oh, also you uh, definitely... story is oh all, yeah also still on steam too yeah sierra okay so if you like the or even have an interest in the ARG ones. The Serrano story is like the nineteen four. It's like the nineteen four stuff. I think it's a little bit easier, maybe. It's made by the same people, Allison Smith. Yeah. Yeah, but it's for it's a prequel to Moons, so you can play that. They originally was on the web, like prior to Moons of Madness coming out, like leading up to the release, and then they eventually released it as like a altogether game on Steam. That's free. And, yeah. And that, yeah, that's free. And that was really fun. There's also, you can also Google, there's like uh, hint pages and help with solving those. I solved a bunch of those myself. They're mm -hmm. really cool, though. Yeah. Like, it's like an investigation was, mission. It's, yeah. That's where near the end when it got a little, you no, know, you need more people than just you to solve some of the stuff. But yeah, some of it towards the very end got a little bit more complicated, I think. But I, I think they I'm also just, changed that for the Steam. So, release. Um, yeah. Like, on Steam, they released it, so it's on Steam, but I think that they took out, like, the huge... Yeah, Hide and Shriek is free, and Serrano is free. Yep. Yeah, Hide and Shriek is free. 
I drink's fun. You'll see people playing that around Halloween time. Like, just random people, by the way. I remember seeing, like, some huge Korean streamer just playing Hide and Streak, like, in Halloween. And they have no connection to Secret World or anything. Just It's just a free... And it's really fun. Like, a really it's, fun It's interesting. Game. It's an interesting, yeah, yeah PvP. So, definitely... Uh, okay, I'll tell you this. I bought... At the time, I had to buy it. It wasn't very much. It was, like, maybe, like, six, eight bucks or something. It wasn't that much to start, yeah. Get Park and Moons of <laughs> There, There's a Funcom horror bundle that is Moons of Madness and the park, yeah. So, I bought two copies of Hide and Shriek when it came out so I could play myself and go get all the lore pages. Because it was easier to do that than... Because it's hard to look for lore pages while you're fighting someone else. And that annoyed me. I wanted all the lore pages, so I just bought a second copy on a separate Steam account and then played myself. And then went and found all the lore pages. Because you can only get one page per game. I believe it is. I th and you I think have to find them in the first place. Yeah, Yeah, and you have to find them. So they have to spawn in the one you're in. So it took a little... It took a bunch of trying for me to find all of them. So yeah, I just... I like bought two of it and played myself to get the lore. 100% worth it. For all the cool lore stories in there. We had a little mini hide-and-shriek contest not that long ago. And that gave out fun. a nice little trophy for it and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which hopefully we'll be doing again. Hopefully, yeah, coming up next Halloween. We'll also do a... Oh! Uh. What? I just thought this Halloween I'm not going to be around. Yeah, nice we'll do it around Halloween anyway. It was nice knowing you. Yeah. Didn't realize you'd planned your death for Halloween, but I guess. <laughs> hey, you even got on schedule, jeez. I'll be gone. I won't be around anymore. Now for at least Goodbye, a good week, I'll world. be in Florida. I'll be by you. I'll be down by down in your neck of the woods. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. You can just stream from down there. That's totally right. Fine. And that will include, yeah, Halloween night. Who we? Yeah. So it goes. Halloween in Florida does sound pretty scary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, every day is scary down here. <laughs> <laughs> it's its own scary. <laughs> Halloween brings out a different kind of scary. The question is: it better or worse? Mm. Is, okay. Is, like... this, is this a meth head that is in a mask, or is it just someone? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just more understandable is what it is it's like all right i can understand people in costume being scared i can understand that is this a meth head mask or an actual meth head <laughs> or is this bath salts you never know i got my own cat here too there you that. go that's a tiny cat oh she's fine well, i think there's some perspective <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah, obviously yeah oh my god she's mini collecting like your cat's only two inches tall what the heck man <laughs> Pocket. That's a tiny cat. Jesus. All right. As I mind, mine decided to give up on torturing me for the night. And she's like, "You're talking to somebody. You're talking to somebody." I will bother you. All right. So if that's all, I think uh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. It's almost yeah. one a.m. So we get yeah. We should crash. <laughs> Agents. Should... Agents. This has been the Zero Point Report. Strain sixty-three dash sixty-nine J. You catch the recording live <laughs> every other Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time here on the Zero Point Report Twitch channel, where you can also join us and chat with us while we do the show live, or download our show wherever podcasts are found so you can listen to us on the go. Jimmy, where can we find you online? JimmyTheRabbit.com, twitch.tv slash JimmyTheRabbit, youtube.com slash JimmyTheRabbit, and at one Jimmy the Rabbit on Twitter. Nice, dude. Two-Ton Waffle, where can we find you? TwoToneWaffle.com and here on Twitch and Twitter. It's the same name throughout. Yes. Good way to keep it. 
Yeah. And I'm Ocho, and you can find me both on Twitter and here on Twitch at Big Mikey Ocho. You can get in touch with us by engaging with the show on Twitter at Zero Point Report, checking out previous shows on our YouTube channel, and joining us on our Discord server, both named The Zero Point Report, surprisingly. From all of us here at The Zero Point Report, I want to thank you for tuning Thanks, in. Thanks, Thanks for rubbing in that I don't have the same name on Twitter. Yeah, you will find him and you will murder oh, him. Hold on. Uh, what? Huh? What? What? It takes you so long yeah, to, to pull find up one of the, <laughs> pull up the drums, Jesus find the horn in the closet. <laughs> we want to thank you for tuning in and wish you all the best <laughs> from the secret world. Have a great night, everybody, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.